Podbound, Evicted Epistle, Season 1, Episode 10. I am Devin the Referee. We're in October 2018, and to my left, we have X playing Y. Nicole playing Thea. Tyler playing Mattiel. Kevin playing the Crimson Marquis. Peter, as I say, he's on the goat headed. Mark as Lothar. Alright, team, recap last session. I may have started a race war. I mean, you didn't may have. You told them to start that war. Yeah. Had, what? We had a bunch Remember of little adventures. Oh, right, you! Rest, I love how Tyler rest, says. Rest. Like, usually in our recap, someone else would accuse someone else of starting a race war. You're like, I might have done that. You're the first one to own up to it. Have a free dominion for owning up to the race wars. <laughs> Mark it on the sheet. I mean, it's like, it's go evil. They barely count. He's the only one of us that's ever admitted it's to goat it. versus goat. <laughs> yeah. Except, you know, one is obviously superior to the other. In every way. I know, right? I mean, and one of them worships the right god. Capitalism? Oh man, we're gonna <laughs> you go know that's gonna be a burnt out husk. You know what, does he solutions in Naruto? You should build like a wall to separate the two provinces and put like a neutral zone between them. <laughs> and then one was encroaching on the other. No, that wouldn't happen. It'd shoot anyone who did. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, okay, I don't know, how, how do we recover from that for the recap? Well, everyone had, their own, everyone had their own little adventures doing their own little things. Yeah, it was like an ensemble episode, or uh, what do you call it? Not a clip show, but uh. I don't know what it's called. Opposite of, opposite of in a bottle. A montage. It wasn't a bottle. Yeah. It was like in those shows where they do like a little vignettes, short story episode. Yeah. Hmm. Tales of Bossing, say, but with more race wars. Hmm. At so, least yeah. a variety show. The theme was very much cultural divide. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, Matteo went and told people that racism is good. Uh, <laughs> I went to Unity, and everyone decided that. Um, this faction they that, suck. <laughs> yet again, you guys went to a faction for the first time and immediately decided they were the worst of the ones you've seen so far. <laughs> Which is fair, it's fair, it's fair. I'm not saying that's wrong. So they suck, and we decided not to fuck with them and either fight them mm. or whatever, ignore and them. And Taya decided to copy this floppy. Um, yeah, she got her floppy disc out. Lothar found out. People Fanatic bird, uh, dark bird ninjas. Yeah, he, he has a Decepticon faction <clears> in his cult. Um, Azazel made murder tanks that then made people. They milked him. And then... Yes, the milking pods. Um, the Crimson Marquis... Did something, something. Did something foreshadowing for another episode. You couldn't get your voice actor for this, so they just used a brief clip so you could have like two weeks off because you were going to the Bahamas for a movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> With Adam Sandler. How no. dare you. <laughs> First of all, how dare you? You say, well, you have like a Waterboy t-shirt from 1993 on Star <laughs> Adam. It's like, Adam to Marquis, love ya, my boy. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> uh, okay, so something happened in, the, in between this session and last session. Um, as you all know, the Uni was building one of their mind spikes uh, where the Dark Mount was, because you guys didn't tell the Dark Mount it was wrong to let them do that. So you all decided, instead of declaring war on them by destroying the Mind Spike, uh, you pooled together your words and talents and skills, created a giant hook, and had Lothar and hauling equipment haul the entire hex away from that hex. So the Mind Spike and the geography we got left behind, but the entire city and mountain and volcano and all their setup got moved away from it, so it won't be in the hex when the Mind Spike goes on. Lothar and mining equipment is very redundant. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, you all pooled together as a team and solved the problem. 
as a collective. So we moved it a hex over. Basically, when I update the map, you'll see it. Yeah. And then, as an individual, uh, Zazel set up one of his projects. The Unity Tree. It's a giant tree full of tiny, like, kitten-sized blue people with red pants and hats that uh, are built to be slaves to worship him and die if they leave the tree. Sort of. And he made a million of them, so they can go into the world mines, and they all worship Azazel, so the world mine will be flooded with Azazel worshippers, which, as we discussed last session, nothing wrong will happen. Uh, <laughs> no one slept through that part. There was no miscommunication. I mean, we're talking about what would happen if we put all of our worshippers there. Exactly. There was no miscommunication. It's not all of them, just one time. It'll be fine. One of the most stable religions of the group. <laughs> so, uh, I think some time's gone by. A nervous amount of time has gone by where you guys stopped paying attention to the mind spike area because you fixed it because you're gods. And then you looked back and there's a tree there. Oh, huh. I blinked. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, it's been a few years or something, whatever. Took some time for the pods to go, whatever. And that mind spike's done. Oh, it's very mushroomy. <clears throat> Did I do that? So um, I know it wasn't me. As you guys are all looking from, I guess you're meeting somewhere. Not a magic meeting room, because that leads to destruction. Uh, oh, you guys get an email? Uh, like an actual email. Like, it comes on your server. Uh, I don't know who manages that part of your city. I've got secretaries. Those hillbilly vampires? Yeah. The uh, Nocturnus has, has sent a updated reminder. You get these every couple of years. Uh, that if Lothar ever comes within uh, their area, he'll be challenged <laughs> to mortal combat and killed. Look. Okay, I take everyone. That's just in. gonna make him want to go there if you tell him he's gonna be challenged to mortal combat. <laughs> they yeah, they wanted to read that like a couple decades ago for it, and they're waiting. <laughs> Come to this place if you want an ass kicking. Yeah, signed uh, Alan Soth. Huh. He's the head of the faction, right? Not of the faction. He's one of the heads. They have a council of entities. Add that to my appointment book. Oh, sorry, Lauren Soth. It's not really high on my to-do list at the moment. They're just reminding you, if you ever show your face here again, boy... You can leave him on read. I'm sure he won't mind. Yeah, yeah. Good thing he's got all those stealth gifts. Right? Yeah, that just, you know, pops in, you know, just another update. Have there been many updates? Oh, they just send them every once in a while to remind you guys, because you guys keep visiting the other factions and haven't visited them yet. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. It's yeah. only been a decade, man. Give us a break. It's been a while. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I think this session you guys want to start killing resistors in the area so you can expand your influence. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're cold since it's been a while. It's, yep, scale four. Three. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, three. I'm sorry. I thought you were already at three. No, no we're, we're all at two. two. <clears throat> Man, I'm drunk. Four would be enormous. Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. Don't don't give me that fucking eye. I got it wrong. Yeah, you're, 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 it's at three, and there, there are no conceivable problems pouring in from that if you're not paying attention to it. No, no. <clears throat> I don't think scope... I think scope goes... The cost goes one, two, four. But the number goes one, two, three. Yes. Gotcha. That's where it was disconnected for me. Mm -hmm. I don't know why these numbers can't all be the same. I know why, but I don't know why. Is that exponential scaling? Yeah, 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 yeah. Power three. Perfect, perfect, perfect. That happened. <clears throat> don't even worry about it. It happens all the time. So, yeah. You know, it's all uh, it's all on your guys' behalf now. 
other things that are happening. Um, the Genesis Network's up and running, so people who are dying in the city automatically go into the, uh, the tank. Who aren't worshipping the correct guy religion, you guys. <laughs> it's skill two. Yeah, that's the entire Mega City. Yeah. Oh. Once you knock out this region, you'll be able to hit all of the north. Uh, your cult, they have wings now, and uh, they keep flying the air. Pandemic. Yeah, they're 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 great. They love this. It's amazing. It's happening all over the place. They're flying around, soaring through the sky, doing the Superman thing. <laughs> it's great. Everyone's like, wait, if I just worship him, I get wings. People are talking about it a lot. I mean, if you worship me, you get magic healing. Magic healing powers or flight? You love flying. <laughs> you in real life, Nicole, love flying. Uh, other than that, oh! Mattiel and uh, the Crimson Marquis, you're both being kept up to date, because you guys get mail, obviously. Why wouldn't you? Uh, you keep getting updates from some guy in the city that's investigating child disappearances on your behalf, and he's saying he's cracking the case, and you know, whenever you want to have an audience with him, he's, he's signed out all the paperwork, and he's just waiting for approval on that. Child disappearances in the city? Just kind of all over. He's investigating on your behalf. On our behalf. Like, there's pages and pages of this shit where he's just assuming you've been reading his letters and it's been years he's been getting back to you. I'll, I'll ring him up, actually. Um, All right. He is uh, a dwarf that's, like, made of scales and has, like, you know, like, monster claws and multiple sets of arms. He is wearing a noir detective suit and has a big, scraggly, drunk person beard. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, you see in the background there's a large glass panel made of neon that's like a private eye shop. Excellent. I'll, uh, patch Mattiel into the conversation as well, from wherever. All right. If oh, you're in the city. I'm on the kitten, but patch me in. I'm pretty sure you can connect to all job. this from the kitten, too. Yeah. yeah, you guys have views. It's not really a screen, just like pubs. <laughs> off. I'm sure your people aren't freaking out over it anymore. It's been a while. Unless you want to. Yeah, the Marquis is currently in the armory, kind of getting soldiers ready for another outing to deal with you know, outlayers in the north. Ah, oh, God! How you doing? He's a future person, by the way. Really? <laughs> like, he has, like, cyber implants and shit. He even has a faith calculator, too. Mm -hmm. Busy, as always. How can we help you? Oh, of How course, of course. Us? Right, right in the world. Got you. Um, I just wanted to give you an update on the case. You know, case one. Been many years. What's our, what's your update for us? Sure, sure. Let's dive right in. So, as you know, uh, he brings him a map of the city and the outlying regions in the north, and he has like X's everywhere and skulls and like pins with like lines to them. As you know, um, across all of the north, a lot of these communities, tribes, uh, and individual nomadic units have been reporting that they're missing children. Um, they'll just go missing. The parents will have you know a lot of trauma and not really being fuzzy on the details. And it's been happening for decades now. They all have kind of the same reports that, like, uh, their child ran off at night, there was a man in a tall coat, maybe there was a tree involved, they're not too clear on it. And your people, of course, hired me to investigate. Of course, we do need to look out for our, our neighbors. So... Um, I am pretty sure I know what it is. I mean, it's obvious, I think, if we all look at the evidence, uh, the, the disappearances, stretched out bodies in the forest that interfere 
uh, you know, the, the, the general amnesia, the ocular damage to like the, the, the eye area, um, you know, bleeding from the cavities, reduced medical capacities. It's very clear who has done this and why they're doing this, right? Texomalius. Well, because he's a dick. You might not know, <laughs> but there is someone out there who's not truthful about who they really are. You know, they put on a different face to the community, but in the secret they do weird things. You have what's called a bagul situation. Now, it goes by many, many names. It goes by Bagul, it goes by Babadook. Those are the two I've tracked down so far. But it's a child-stealing thing. So I've been tracking it. I'm getting close, I think. I think if, uh, if I stay out at night at these forests and abandoned uh, sort of caves, you know, with just myself and my camera, I'll be able to track them. All right. Are there any patterns so far with the nature of the children who are being taken? I, it's just completely random. There's a very clear pattern on the back of the wall where Thea's web has been spreading. And like, but by year and cases, like every time she spreads the influence, the more disappearances uh -huh. happen in that area. Her web is everywhere so much that it's kind of uh, like... Well, like, it's not here and there's no child disappearances. And then as soon as the web gets there, child disappearances happen almost immediately. So, I mean, just keep going outwards and outwards from the city. Yeah. So someone from the city is just... No, 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 no. It's, uh, are you in this? Are you, did you peek me nah, in? Just, no, no, it's, it's probably the Babadook. The Babadook? Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? He brings up a picture of like a man in a top hat and a cane with like a big gray face and a child's book. A Babadook. Uh, you know, a child monster. Marquis just kind of glances back at one of his city vampires who's, you know, in the corner looking you know, now, a lot like that. Now... First, I thought the Babadook and the Bagul were two different entities, but I think they're the same. The Bagul is a different one. It's another child monster, but it causes kids to murder people. The Babadook just ha makes parents murder kids. Very different <laughs> monsters. But these are disappearances, not murders. Right, but what else could it be? It has to be the Babadook. Maybe he's gotten bored being in the past. I'm gonna start, like, well, talking with him, just kind of pulling up files on this guy as to, like, what his qualifications are. You gave everyone free space in your city, so he set up a private eye shop. Who above should... a bar, above a bowling alley? <laughs> which of my underlings uh, hired this guy? Just or which of Matthew hired him? He just set up shop, and then he started billing you guys. <laughs> I mean, we don't have money around here, so he still sent invoices. Please send more beer, sure. Well, you uh, you keep us appraised of any developments. In this case. Definitely. I think I'm getting close. There's this old battlement that was recently set up and abandoned, and there's a lot of disappearances that happened there. Uh, there's a few locals that live there, uh, and there's like a nearby fort. I'm going to go uh, there alone at night and record what I see, see if I can't capture the Babadook, and I'll get back to you. Is that the settlement that the... Uh, uh... No, it's just an abandoned fort. Oh. Well, very well. And who else have you been telling about this. Well, I set up a uh, uh, my own little private vlog channel where people have been, like, cluing in and you know, putting up, you know, just footage and stuff. Good to hear. Alright, yes. Keep us updated. Yeah, sure. Don't worry. We'll get it. We're getting close. Just gonna X out of that. Okay. So, we gonna off this guy? <laughs> Why would we kill him? He's entertaining. Look at these views. 
It's like him running through a forest and being like, it's after me, it's after me, shooting wildly. And uh, it was like a bear. I mean, this but is... But if you, if you guys, because you have good eyes, like, stop, zoom by frame by frame, he actually goes by, like, an abandoned hut with, like, a bunch of, like, stretched-necked children with black eyes in it that were just, like, there staring out the windows at him as he was running. Oh. It's just monsters. Those exist. Yeah, exactly. This is a problem that will take care of itself. Alright, if you think so. I mean, I'm not one to say what you should do to handle this. If you wish to deal with it, then by all means. I mean, children are still getting kidnapped. I yeah, mean, but we know why. They don't live in our city either, so, you know. <laughs> I, kids go missing all the time. We're in, like, a prehistoric <laughs> age where, you know, if, if people, if, like, groups start starving, you know who they're going to get rid of. It's <laughs> not going to be the functional adults who can do things. It's going to be the elderly and the children. Look, <laughs> things just happen for no reason. Don't think about it. It happens all the time. <laughs> You can see Acer and Thay commenting in some of those videos, too. Just appearing? No, he comments Comments on the videos. Telling him how shitty he is. No, he's like, you're really onto it. Have you looked into the Babadook? (laughs) (laughs) One of them's like, no, no, this is probably a Mothman. Yeah, you want to go on tall bridges during lightning storms. That's when it appears. (laughs) Well, it sounds like Acer is taking care of him for us, then. Oh, yes, yes. I'm sure he's on the ball. Acer and R. However million of them. Yeah. Just a minor problem. Just a minor one. Small one. Barely a problem. Just a fun thing. He's circling in on you, Faya. He's going to find out about the Slender Man. <laughs> He's going to go to Rosswood Park and hang out with Alex from uh, Marble Hornets. You don't want to hang out with Alex. That's a dickhead. So, yeah, the. Oh, sorry. The Marquis adds that channel to his view list. Subscribe. He, he lives a long time. He has such a fucking watch list that's just like, I'm going to play this for a few centuries and go yeah. to sleep. I'll internalize it. Alright, uh, other than that, I think that's the only problem I wanted to bring up. So, yeah, how do you guys want to deal with the resistance? Put the boot to it. What's our hit list, maybe? What? How are they resisting us and who are they? Uh, when you guys try to expand outward into the north, they fight back with either Eldritch Magic or Violence. Or, you know, just, uh, you know, trying to... They have their own cult set up that stop uh, your influence from pushing in. Do, are any of these known entities? Like, people who we would know of who, like, make their name known because they're cultists and whatnot? Well, off the top of my head, there is a automaton wandering in the north, killing things at random. Uh, it looks like it's some sort of piece of uh, scratch war tech that just... Is from the war, like it fell through when the rule gates went online. Mm-hmm. And it's just been wandering around killing people constantly. Hmm. Uh, so that's a good thing to kill. There is something, there's a cult of the Root Drinker, which is a sort of plant based god that's been uh, sucking up people's hopes and fears from the land and turning it into a cult of nihilism. Oh. Oh. Uh, there's the Summoner, which is uh, some sort of man-shaped person with a gem rammed into their head from Caparaca's, uh brain uh, that also has a cult of uh, worship. He's eating them. Hmm. That's just three off the top of my head that I've written down. All right, so we can deal with the robot easily enough. That seems simple. It's a murder bot. Uh, about the other two, I can learn a few things about them. Well, I can kill ask- the person with the gem in their head, their cult might fall in line. 
Hmm. Same with the group. Or recruit. Hmm. I wonder if there's any of that plan and people would know if you're their root drinker. <clears throat> not really, unfortunately. Yeah. It's just they're not from here. I specifically avoid sending my like plant drinkers to like areas where um there's massive hostilities or other cults opposing them, because it's an easy way for them to get killed. Mm -hmm. I don't Their job is actually really lax, so... Have any of my uh, people run into them? The root drinker people or the summoner people? Any of them. Do we have any information to... Yeah, they've been killed by them. The people will run into them and they'll get, like, captured and eaten sometimes. Someone will escape and be like, Oh man, that was awful, I'm not gonna go that far and we'll go back up. Yeah, they're... they're... They're they're pretty hostile. No, they're definitely not open to negotiation with uh, any of the people who are scouting up there or trying to establish relations. So they might deal with us. However, I can commune with Necron Four, and he may be able to dig up. Necron Four heeds the call. Echoes through the chamber. Susie says his name. <laughs> so we can speak with him. I don't think you've met him before. I don't know what that is. What the heck was that? It, it like rattled the windows and stuff in the tower you're in. It's a gloomy voice. Luther does like a you know 180 head 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 spin check. Came around from here. Would you like to speak with him? He's my expert on you know, figuring out just what we need for any one individual. I don't think it'd be helpful for uh, determining how to get these people's cults on our side. All right. If it's during the daylight, then I'll like, kind of take everyone down to the... Daylight? Uh, it literally has to be day... Yeah. <laughs> daylight everywhere else. Uh, twilight here. Right. Uh, let me just bring up his soundtrack. Right, to the Decepticon. It's a Decepticon! Uh, that are like electric eye playing. <sighs> Alright, so what? You asked me Twilight where he is? Where's his... Where's his home. He's in the industrial area, I think, or kind of the occult district, actually, where a lot of the weirder esoteric things are. Is it like a big iron coffin building with smoke coming out of it? Yeah, essentially. It's pumping out that Necron gas that keeps the whole place. Uh... Alright, so vampiric purple mist pumping out of a giant bolted iron sarcophagus uh, factory uh, in the middle of the occult district, which looks kind of like Hogsmeade or Diagon Alley. <laughs> uh... It looks kind of out of place, but it's covered in ruins, and there's, like, bodies that are, like, spinned to it and stuff, and there's, like, pentagrams everywhere. Don't think it, don't say it, it's carved all over the place. Hey, what? <laughs> He's, he is the advisor for both myself and my nobility. You keep interesting company. That I do. Please, come in. Alright, so the doors like open up small and then like like a small part of the door slides open and that makes a bigger part of it slide open and bigger, like kinda like, you know, um, blinds. Like when you open Venetian blinds, it's like little, little, big, 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 big. So the whole thing opens up and tessellates for you and like just gouts of necronic mists spew out. Let's hurry on, we don't want to let the cold in. And there are like kind of there are rusty ramps everywhere, like leading up to uh kind of pass uh, along the mid of the floor, or like halfway there's, up. There's a giant vat of like radioactive material in the middle of it, but it's been like plastered over to make it look occult. 
like they put like cauldron stuff on it and crystals to make it look like it's like some sort of reflecting pond for like a lady in the latex setup. But it's like boiling, you know, vampiric mist gas and liquids and like embalming fluids. Super undead. There's machinery hanging from the ceiling that's been like put into like, you know, the facade of like crystals and, um, you know, spirituality. But it's like, you know, spinning hard drives, satellites, that sort of thing. Very blinking light in here. And yeah, there's kind of a gazebo almost area in the middle. This round dais for everyone to step onto. And the Marquis just presses a, or like cuts his palm and like bleeds into a pedestal in the center to, to uh, raise up the, to raise Necron up. All right, yeah, the, the, the floor opens to a large central vat, more vampiric mist, it bubbles and boils, and a shape starts pulling itself out of the nuclear acid. Do you want me to describe it, or you? Oh, go ahead. Okay, uh, as big as, existing as big as Emperor's brain is a giant floating disembodied brain covered in scar tissue and uh, rotted parts, uh, circuitry installed into it, large analog like cybernetics put into its brain to process, uh, a beak made out of bones and skulls, uh, like his mammoth skull is there, and tentacles made out of tusks and like hair fibers, like talon fibers, are hanging down under it, like a giant growl. Necron Four heeds the call of the Dark One. I like the beak. <laughs> it's a nice touch. Necron Four, we seek information on the Summoner, as well as the Root Drinker. The Root Drinker and the Automaton. Processing mysticism. It's like shuddering. There's lightning spraying onto it. There's Tesla coils everywhere. I have prophesied the most probable course of action. The Root Drinker is a parasite god. A broken thing that drinks its worshippers' lives and eats them for pleasure. It wants more. It is an addict. Excellent. And what of the others? The Summoner came from the Maw of Caparaca, spat out in spat out in a fit of indigestion. It is also a parasitical god taking root in your landscape. It requires it requires more to save its addiction. And what of the robot? Are you able to read it? Yes, all things are transparent to my clairvoyant eye mechanisms. It is running on old battle tech. Seeking to destroy the Brass Tower Concordance that has never been made and long since extinct. Then it has gone mad because it cannot uh, fulfill its function. As all things made by inferior life forms besides the Dark God do. That implies that the Dark God's inferior? No, he's saying that things that he doesn't make are inferior. All things mad. made by inferior beings, except for the Dark Lord. Which yeah, means the, the Dark Lord the is an inferior being. Okay, you know what? It's, <laughs> it's, I'm translating from his it's language. Okay. It's fine. We're just joking around. He got across just fine. We're just joking around. Excellent. The Marquis blessed I have something. looked into your hearts. Oh, no. <laughs> I see that you seek to remove those who gainsay your commandments. I see it in Thea. I see it in the Dark One. I see it in the rest of them. Etc. <laughs> there is a list, a hit list that you desire. Allow me to elaborate. 
In a mountain cave, there's a ghost, a soul that has not passed on. Anytime your worshippers or constructors move there, it, it poltergeists them out. Nearby in the snow fields, there's an underground chasm, a geode made of ice. In it is a crashed ship from one of Foss's many pathetic failures. And it like sprays acid in the sky like it's spitting. It is enslaving your people and doing so in a way that you would not, are not detecting. Near, to the east of here, there is a city built, a functional city of the past lives, the Neolithic people. A despot there is taxating worshippers of your cults to the point that no cult can function. To the inverted pyramids underneath one of the mountains to the north, there is a mummified queen rousing from an ancient slumber. Her people and her esoteric sorcery are resisting many of your changes. A spawn of Shemzeroth exists to the west. Its skin is green, but has been going gray. It's rooted itself in the land and in the ley lines connecting between your city and the... the it's like looking... The life tree. It's close. When it is done its dark work, his worshippers will die, and from their gullets, new Shemzeroth spawn will be created. That must be high on our list, then. Mm -hmm. I agree. Is I there more there's anything that close? Is that all? Yes! My prognostication matrix has completed its reading of the stars. Then return to your restful meditation. The oblivion of sleep is where the oracle of the dark god rests, waiting for the commandments of the vampiric mists of the city to drink the marrow of hope from all who he surveys. And then descends back down to the boiling acid nuclear fire. Well then. And that's what the Marquis did with those remains. That's his eight Dominion follower. It does straight damage. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I wonder whether if we recover the Iconoclast, would that be enough for uh, Manticore? Yeah, you trade to Manticore for a faction rep. Yeah. And and, and cash shop items. Oh, <laughs> I've got cash on the hand. Cash shop items. Cash. McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> I'm certain the mind of your former master dwells within Necron's brain if you wish Necron heeds the call of his dark god I'm sure if you need to pick it later then. perhaps later we've got a lot to deal with yes Necron Necron heeds the call of the dark gods oh no if everyone did it if it would work for if it was just you <laughs> should I make all my worshippers do it <laughs> oh no they won't answer to them Oh. The answer to the nobility under the uh, Marquis and all of us. Possibly your highest priest, once those are a thing, but... What if they grew five mouths? I don't think he'd be <laughs> as inclined to answer truthfully if it was like our... If it was your high priest going. He'd like give them a riddle and they'd be like, Man! Man! <laughs> it's told! It's like <laughs> in, um... 
what is it? Siller Moon, where there's that wise man, and one of the one of the like lesser generals approaches him. He's like, "Okay, wear this crown, and she'll make you powerful." And it turns her into an insane dragon and dies. Yeah, fuck those people. You probably do that. How I'm more divine than you. Shall we go somewhere more refreshing to uh, decide our battle plan then? Yes. You guys leave, and like the smoke sacks keep pouring out vampiric mist and whatnot in this part of the city. And you're you're not there anymore. What's up? Yeah. So I think we should go for that conoplas first. Kill two birds with one stone. The one that uh. is feeding off the. Uh... Vines between our city and the tree, that world tree you mentioned. That's depressing and close. That is very close to us. Um, also, though, there's. Oh, yes, the iconoclast is the one that's enslaving our people, so. That as well. And I have no. There is no moral compuls- uh, compulsion in destroying either of those two things. There's no morality. <laughs> the undead opponents that we may face, I may be able to sway them to our side a little more easier. Is there any way we can cure them, the those two beings of their addictions? I don't know what's Yeah. That's a term that the Grell used. It's a term you haven't heard. It's not really a known thing. Mm. Ooh. Well, if it feeds some people, because they're just feeding more people. Well, they'll have to make them, but I don't think that would be a good solution. No, no, it really wouldn't. What kind are gray? Uh, they're the ones that start to evolve into what Shemzeroth is. Okay, so we... Also, that's a problem. I had not realized so many of these problems were becoming so... severe in the time we've taken to... Though, in defense, them. there are no breakers on there, because you killed them all. Yeah. And drove them out of the area. And they'll take us in there, in there? Are we going to be... Oh, they're uh, not resisting you. Mobilizing uh, our, our, <laughs> our groups into... Um, what is that word? Uh, crusade? That's that's such an ugly word to be using. Fuck our house. I think it's got a certain beauty to it. And indeed, they are enslavers and abusers, takers, parasites. So just off the top of my head, the Ghost, the Despot, and the Mummy Queen are really weak. They're like level one resistance. Yeah, I could deal with those myself. Especially the Ghost and the Mummy Queen. So is the Despot, by the way. The Despot is also... He's just a guy who's overtaxing your people. And snap. It's like... Naughty, naughty, naughty. I was imagining his days. I was like, "Don't worry, I'll take care of the despot. I know how to use money." And you show me, and, and he's like, "Yes, if you leverage more wealth to me, I will step down as the despot." And someone, and his Azos just goes, <laughs> shrapnel into his body, shrapnel through his throne, through his family, through the building, through the entire city. The whole thing collapses as the shrapnel's still coming. The silver shrapnel money. Rusty can shrapnel that causes uh, fucking uh, tetanus. tetanus. <laughs> it's like, what happened? I don't know. He asked for my money. I blacked out. <laughs> he just declares a raging tagger in that city and sends all his followers there. 
Because it's like it's not even like a big city. It's like a little trade town, like a, like a fort. Three three hundred thousand. You can declare a spring break. Three hundred thousand of the Ooh. super super goat show up there and have a rage in Tegger. So they're probably just, <laughs> there were no survivors. So they're probably just taxing our like churches there. Yeah, they're they're just he's just doing economic shit. So do we want to knock off all of the minor concerns? Work our way up the list. Say so. Say so. <laughs> I'm not opposed either way. Punching down or punching up. I'm just not a big fan of doing favors for Manticore. Oh. Oh, I don't care about slavery. I don't care about the favors for Manticore. I don't care about slavery at all. (laughs) (laughs) Should I say the opposite of that? Should I say I don't care about the favors for Manticore, but the iconoclasts are the ones that are enslaving our people. I mean, if we give them that iconoclast, they'll kill more iconoclasts. So everyone wins. We don't need to give them more. We can just keep them for ourselves (laughs) or for their experimentation. We never have to go back there again if we don't want. All right, pick a path, guys. Well, I think we have to deal with the spawn of Shemjaroth. That's kind of a... It's also in an area where we're a little bit... We have weird shit going off. I don't even want to think about what happened if the Unity ran into the spawn of Shemjaroth. And we should investigate that mushroom as well, I suppose, if it's that close. That's really close by. Let's do it. The spawn of Shemjaroth, not the underground dust. Okay. I mean, we're gonna kill them all. Yeah. Those, those we'll should be the two things we deal with. Sure. All right, one sec for Kevin. Uh, do you guys want to chat on anything while we're waiting? I want you to look at the general, uh, our general thing and see that first. I will do that now. Just as a note. No, 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 no. I'm now communicating awesome. exclusively through interpretive dance. Awesome. So anyone can't see me. All right, we're back. You're gonna go hunt down the Shemsroth spawn. That's all wants to have an interaction with some people. Uh, we, I don't think that if, if they're still working at the morality, then um, no. They might never stop, though. It's been years. Has it really? Yeah. Well, they hang out, they live their lives, but you just, you know, you visit every once in a while, but like you haven't done like any major like things you remember. So okay, they're waiting yeah. for you to come in there so they can trigger a cutscene. Yeah, you're like, oh, I gotta stay away from there. A, a visual novel event scene will happen if I get too close. <laughs> then we'll all get drawn into it. I can be drawn into an ending. I don't want a, a path. I don't want to... I don't want to progress this storyline. Look, this, I can do the social link thing later, guys. <laughs> it's fine. So, all right, so you, what, you get on the Furious Kitten, I guess? Yeah, I suppose so. Are you bringing, like, lots of bodies to throw into the meat grinder? I'm not bringing bodies. I guess I'll bring my large mob of broodlings. Dragon broodlings? Yeah. So you're not bringing any of your pirates? I mean, I'm bringing a crew to man the ship. Kit crew. But he's not it. bringing the. Yeah, I'll bring a squad of. He's uh, not bringing chum. Why are you so mad about it? We're going to go fight people that are resisting all of us, and you're just like, no, you guys do it. I don't want my people care. to die. I'm doing it. I'm not bringing, not bringing the pirates. Our treasure is today. As I said, someone needs to die. Therefore, I made people to die. I really should not make like combat. Oh, uh, this is one of the ones that has a cult with it. Yeah, they have mobs. Okay, I'm bringing the hierophant. All right. Or wait, do we want these people as our own? Yes. 
Okay, then I'm not bringing the Hierophant. <laughs> he's only around for people that we find disposable. I can't bring him into a like combat, because he's not direct combat. Okay, so I shouldn't be punching them and turning them into Chamba with one Well, punch. not the followers. I mean, if they fight us... Well, we'll kill the... We'll kill their... their... Surgical strike on their on their leadership. Yeah, and destroy recruit. the leadership and then recruit the followers. I might be able to call at them once the leadership is down. Okay, I guess I'll hold back. <laughs> Actually, also do that with holding the mercy while my broodlings just go and chum things up. Because if we send them to battle, they'll they'll battle. What's the strategy here? Well, I'll bring a squad of my, uh, my, uh, a medium squad now of the, uh, my, of my troops, because they can now actually go on the side of your ship. They don't have to be on it for the entire time, so they can actually fly. Oh, man. So small, large, or vast? Uh, large. large. Vast would be a little much. If you get to size three, then, then we'll start, I'll start bringing in vast bombs. All right. And the ace from face. They got room for him this hey, time. Uh, do you bring anyone? I want to say no, just to uh, out. <laughs> <laughs> birds. No birds? No large fucking birds? Oh, uh, when we get there. Okay. The birds come with the kitten anyway. I don't have to use anything for that. Yeah, you got a big flock of them. I actually don't want your birds to die. No, so... I don't want them to die, but Lothar, I mean, they're birds. But they will. They will. Even the ones who lived last time died. I think they all just, just ate so much they exploded and became part of the shadow, the festering ooze that is the the shadow. The malice pool over there? <laughs> ah, the fun pool. They mutated into, like, dark crows and, like, hell vultures or something. I'm an emo crow. All right, so you guys are flying. Um, so there's the tree over there, and there's like lights and stuff on it, and like little noises happening in the distance, and there's your city, and you know, in between the two, uh, there is a large ravine where there's like, um, where there's like, uh, it looks like kelp is coming out of it, and it's kind of like wriggling and writhing out of the ravine, and it's like snow and ice and hard packed, but that kelp, when you on closer look with your eagle eyes, uh, it looks like it's like meat that's just kind of like wriggling. Hmm. Unsettling. It's covered in fur. I don't like it. It was like one big entity. So this, that's what's there. There's the hole. That looks like maybe a strike from orbit kind of thing. So where do we fight that thing, or is that where we're going? That is the area that the the oracle pointed out. What is it? Hmm, I guess I'll look for my fertility site. Fertility site? That's a thing? I don't know. I'm fertility. I figured like, oh, does this smell like something demonic? Is that some actual entity is chummed up for many parts? Oh, that's some covered mystery. in meat. There's heat signatures down there. Oh. It's like trade routes cut through the ice. Like it's in the north, in between the Smurf tree and your city. That's probably the fucking field of... Caparaca trolls that you guys allowed to have. No, that'd be near Derrick Show. Isn't that no? 
You literally went to where the Shemsroth priest is. That's where it is. <laughs> there's there's a marker below the landscape that says where the Shemsroth thing is. That's where that quest marker leads. That is where the exclamation point is. Alright. Invisibility! Guns ready! Alright, there we go. So you drop on in? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll drop on in and see what's going on. I'll bring in some birds, too. Sure, you got you guys to send to the crevice first. Sure. Alright, crevice goes down. There's eventually a bottom to it. The walls are a big, shaped carpet made of meat and fur. They're, like, writhing. Uh, and then it goes deeper into the earth, and it's clearly a civilization that's been built down here. There's houses and homes built into the meat walls and the ice and the stone. There are people. There are statues everywhere. There are worship panoplies. It's all over the place. Okay, so... I'm not invisible, but my men are. The birds obviously aren't, because they can't be, so they just see me coming down with uh, birds down there with with, uh, with birds. Anyone else wants to come with me? Yeah, I'm coming in. So, yeah, they all get the... I don't think the whole ship down. I'm just jumping in. Oh, okay. No, we're not taking the ship down. Anyone who needs to fly, you know. The ship is going to peel out, circle around. I guess we're going to unload our troops there. We descend onto this place! Send out a representative, if you would. An old man walks forward. He looks like a hybrid, like Matael and uh, Luthar. Uh, but, like, his face is, like, starting to slosh off. And there's, like, a blue sort of, like, frog skin underneath where it's sloshing off. And he's all twisted. His bones are bigger on some side. Like, he's undergoing a metamorphosis. I am the wise man of this village. Where are your new gods? We already have one. We're not looking for another at this time. You will be shortly. Are you here to kill us? Here to kill your god. That's blasphemy. It makes me angry. Well, then surely if your god is powerful, you will come and smite us for our blasphemy. Yep. Can you sort of ask where he is? Because, yeah. Us killing the old man, I don't think that's going to be really cool. Won't anyway. play well. No. Doesn't play well with the audience. Hi. Ah, uh, the nemesis! She's here! Why did they keep calling How do that? you know that word? He, like, takes out an word? iPhone Touch with a uh, future Bible on it. Who's, Who's your god? Our god is the flesh that makes. Flesh make. Oh, Dr. Baron Fleshmake. That's, That's disgusting. so terrible. He's gone through a great metamorphosis into divinity. Come to the hall of things that happened before that new people need to know about. Before you go on to being killed for being blasphemers. Excellent. Dr. Baron Fleshmake set it up in case people like you showed up. Supermen. Those are sob stories. No one? No one's going to pick that one up? What? People kept talking about jumping to Zazel the next time he said it. Now <laughs> that's your sob story, so... Mm. People were like, next time he says I'm going to jump him. We <laughs> said that. Everyone said it. <laughs> we said that an NPC should jump him. Alright, the old man walks you into a side museum with a picture of a future man with cybernetics and, like, meat tanks on his back with, like, you know, breather machines and machine guns for hands. The Dr. Baron came here from the future. 
The future is something that doesn't exist yet. Time is an illusion, don't you know? He set up this colony under here and then took us from our homes and put collars on us that told us we were free. <laughs> that's how it works. It was like a I, whole ceremony where I people are like being collared. I don't think right. Tell me, am I wrong or is that I mean, not quite right? Free, is that your name? Is that on your dog tag? Free? Yes, we're all named Free. See, that checks out. They are He's going to the next picture in the museum. <laughs> and then the doctor ha ha for told the doctor gave us tools and weapons and sent us on the front lines to invade other people, to get him more people to free. Yeah. We had a great celebration celebration banquet where he used his machinery. I'm uh, Yeah, no, he's totally flubbing this he's in character. Adorable. He's like, he has cue cards and stuff. He's like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. He's reading from a plaque. You know, he's not making eye contact with the audience. He's not projecting. My brain is currently undergoing metamorphosis. I'm sorry. During one of our great feasts, someone served up uh, a special plate of food that he had made using his technology without him knowing. We wanted to surprise him. And then he went through a wondrous change over the next few months, becoming green-skinned and noble in mind. And then the biting occurred, where to show us how much he loved us, he started to kiss us and hug us, and then biting us. Many died because they didn't love him back the way he loved them, but most of us survived. And then the changes began, the blueening, where we all started to go blue and get much more, you know, buff and worked out. Like he's like, he's asymmetrical because a lot of his pecs are growing and stuff and his bones are too big for his skin. He gave us all free workout help and made us stronger and buff and sturdier. Is this a you thing, Azazel? No, that's not Moroccan Marquita. There's like a whole big oil painting of him with like green skin looking like a goblin monster biting his people and people are like clapping in the painting. Because so, he said the, 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 the blueening happened. Oh yeah, like everyone's getting all twisted in blue. They're so, getting blue and they're getting buff. Lothar sends a one word, a one, <laughs> a one word text message to all of you guys, and it just says "purge?" Question mark. I mean, is that what Shemzerov does? Based on who you are as a person, you turn into a different color of minion of Shemzerov. I don't think Shemzerov is furry. I mean, I he's a toad monster. That's just the nature of the home we've set up, and these are the fur caves. The caves are separate from the people. Yeah, it's how we carpet our houses and make our costumes. He's turning into, like, the... What was that name? Oh, Blue Blood Ocean something that... Blood Ocean? The guy who looks exactly like what this guy's turning into in I, your base? Exactly. <laughs> he's like Blood Ocean. Oh, he's a, he exists. Right. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. Blood Ocean sips it. Joke's oh. on you, Blood Ocean. You can't trick me into thinking you exist. So we can cure them, right? That's a thing we can do? Like, immediately? It's a Shemberoth curse. It's a disease. From context, they served him some Shemzeroth meat that was in his lab because they thought it was special yep. prime rib. Did not go well. Yep. It had eggs in it. He got pumped. Oh, gross. It had like a million raccoon parasites in the, in the raccoon meat. Sounds like something they would be able to do. Yeah. They have fixed this. Yeah, can I? Yeah, you know, if you, you spend some time on these people and don't kill them to the man when the fight starts. Oh, right. Is this guy, like, special in any way? 
He's one hit die, but he'll soon be a blue Shemzeroth child. But he's not right now, is he? I mean, right, he just clocks him in the face. Oh, uh, well, uh, why? I'm knocking, I'm passing out from the brain hemorrhaging. I'm passing out, I'm going out, I'm going out. And he's like moving his cane to point. The exit leads to the blasphemy arena. Thank you for your time. Ah, so he did finish his story. Okay. Yeah, it was literally the next thing was the exit sign. Ah, I was worried that he wouldn't finish. But oh, he... I was getting impatient, <laughs> yes. It was a real page turner for you. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting to know. Future person came here, got pumped. Good for them. Good for them. That is Serves the them right story. for like enslaving a bunch of you know past people. In his defense, he only wanted to rule as a tyrant among men. So In his he, defense. So he's a Kurtzer. Yeah, he's he's a Kurtz. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to think of the word, but I couldn't remember it. Yeah. So. Sons of gold. Could I just use Ender Plagues? Probably, if you'd heal them now, they'd probably turn vile on you. But like, oh, you're removing our power. Plus, the god is pushing curse out, and by curse, I mean the Shemzeroth transformation thing. It's all seeped in Shemzeroth magic here. Yeah, I think we gotta kill the. You gotta pay the troll toll to get these people out of this hole. Is there a janitor closet nearby? Because yeah, totally right there. It says janitor on it. Okay, the marquee just kind of throws him in there. We'll we'll deal with this later. So shall we kill this spawn and then? Burn this place in its entirety. There's like people walking look by. Look at the wall of furry flesh. There's like people walking by clearly who are like, you know, turning into those monsters, but they're wearing giant costumes made of fur with like animal motifs. Just in the background. We'll, put, we'll turn this place into an amusement park or something <laughs> after. An amusement park, Winslow. We're building so many amusement parks. I mean, you just have a lot of bonfire and let the broodlings eat their remains. People crave entertainment. Yes. Send all of your children here to eat out the flesh cave that's covered in shag carpeting. That's exactly what we should do this episode. <laughs> that's what they always do. I mean, it would be beyond them. It's like their superpower. <laughs> don't, don't throw it at me. <laughs> so, we could go into the arena where he's probably awaiting us, or we could find a way around it and stab him in the back, repeatedly. I'm wary of just walking into the space that he's prepared specifically for fighting challengers. Hmm. I mean, it'd be the most efficient way to fight him, though. I mean, if we're in the arena, which means everybody else is outside of the arena, so we won't kill any innocent people, it'll be just this guy. That's true. If that's what he has planned, he doesn't have a bunch of people in there with spears ready to stab us repeatedly. I mean, most no, of the defense, yeah, I don't think that a bunch of people with spears is going to be particularly effective, an effective approach, considering we are somewhat beyond that point. So we just go in, then? Yeah. I don't see a reason why not. Alright, you go through the double doors, a staircase up to a Super Bowl arena. And uh, yeah, here in the ice, there's a large worship place where there are statues of a man with like flesh tanks on his back that he uses to be a science man uh, that are being like re kind of changed a bit to make him look like what he looks like now. He's sitting on a throne, he looks like a green frogman that's going gray and starting to lose color. He looks like <coughs> Shemzeroth's fallen. And there's two distinct but separate. Groups of warriors who look like they're turning blue and red on either side of him. And then on his right-hand side is another old man uh, who has like a third eye open and is also a hybrid. And he has a shape staff in his hand. Does one of the groups have spears? Yes. Yes. They both have their spears. They're both holding their action for a charge. What reference are we missing here? Shape staff. There's no reference. Okay. No, it's just, a, it's just an RPG fight. 
That's it. There's no reference. Are we underground right now? Yes. That could be a problem. What? I work best under the open sky. He's lightning. I think. Yeah. I mean, you could probably punch up to the sky. I've still got sword. Sword. So, it's an established parasite god. Two battle groups of elite warriors that are large. And a lesser eldritch. Are they two Hidai warriors? Can you uh, throw in the battle sheet? I would have to pause to do that. Alright, we're back, listeners. We pre-rolled the fight. So, Matael, Fea, Lothar, and the Crimson Marquis all focus-fired the Parasite God and just laid into him, doing a ton of damage, bringing him down to uh, very low hit points. And then... Yes, we all did a ton of damage. And then... (laughs) Maybe if you just opened with a smite, that would hit Next time. And the bird people aren't attacking? Or I'm not there yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, wait, shit, you have battle groups. I mean, I figured that we they just go work. after the, the, uh, they go after that. Also, I have an action before you take six. Oh, we'll, we'll take it. Do yep. two damage. Oh my god, we have Faster to be thought. god damn you. Ooh. Okay, we're back now that Mark has decided to finish his turn. <laughs> and, uh, what I was saying doesn't matter because, uh, you guys beat the, the, the parasite god to death. And then Azazel opened out his mouth and started throwing scrap metal breath weapon at everyone and killed everyone in this room. Except for the Their whole culture is gone. <laughs> the lesser eldritch is on the ground dead. Lean out. <laughs> Shh, they're lying. <laughs> they're using a deception gift. Ooh. So you kill everyone here. They're dead. Wow. I guess that was easy. What say you now, old man? He's knocked out in the closet! <laughs> He's got diabetes and cancer! Or put a bucket over his head just to spite him. <laughs> yeah, what is uh, well, I just imagine, like, Nato's like, let's see you now, old man. You're like riding on his shoulders with a bucket on his head, hitting him with a stick. <laughs> I'm punishing you! God is mad! Wait, is everyone in here actually dead? Yeah, everyone's. except for one guy. Okay. He, you can't tell, you don't have deception. No. Are any of you opposed if I just, uh. Oh, knock yourself out. Okay, perfect. Hey, birds, sorry. They all raise the undead? Yeah. Alright. They all get up and start, like, moving around like zombies. Including the Eldritch, who's also, like, (laughs) again, deception, faking it. Secure the area. Don't harm anyone. Knock them out. Yeah, there's no one here. You kill them. uh, Do they have souls? I mean, their souls are probably still here. Yeah. Okay, I was just wondering if they needed souls to be your undead, or if I can just take the souls. <laughs> you can just take the souls. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, I'll just like sit here and be like, Shh. Yeah, you got their souls. Go. Uh, there is no one else here. You killed everyone. Oh, this was only everyone? Yeah, he's a slaver. He turned all his people into soldiers. Oh, and then okay. he was going to turn them into blue slag. I oh. thought there was a whole other culture. Yeah, yeah that, this was it. it there was, this, there was, was 64 hit dice worth of warriors. That is specifically why I didn't bring the Hierophant, because I thought we were going to yeah. kill them all. But I guess they're dead, so... He turned them all into soldiers, and he's going to fight you with them. We assume there were so soldiers for... and then civilians in the actual like place they were not living. here. They're not outside. So I'm going to tell them they're well. They're still the old man. Yeah, the old go... man lived. I'm going to go let him out. There's literally no one else here. There's no. no you killed them all. Okay. They were all turned into blue slabs. There's been like ten yet die monsters. It would have been a bad pandemic. You'd have had like six hundred, you know, minor abominations sprawling around infecting people. It would have been a huge disaster. I'm gonna have the vast mob uh, loot this entire city of everything. Yeah, and also like, raise it. There's like four wealthier and a bunch of future tech. Oh, excellent. Mostly cloning bats for meat. Gross. 
I'm going to take those anyway, because cloning deck. He's using them to, I mean, he had a gun when he was a human, mm -hmm. where he would spray cloned meat on you, and then the meat would, like, uh, like explode. Gross. Okay. He had a meat gun. Pretty gross. I'm going to turn off the combat music. Let me condiment a little bit. Well, that was certainly something. Check that one off the to-do list. Can we go to the next? No, oh, yeah, once we're done looting here. Looting it to the ground. Spoiler, I made up that entire culture and backstory as you were in the museum. That's that sounds about right. I was just, that was, every word out of my mouth was not planned. I was like, oh, I didn't think of this through. We're especially going to burn down the fur cave, because that's gross as Yeah, the fur cave is just a naturally occurring fur cave. <laughs> is that that's a thing true. that happens? Yeah. You, Welcome to official. Stan is going to spread her nature here instead. So now it's like pastel pink. Food. All right, all right. So you you put some dye on the place and clean it up so it's not so rampant and overgrown. No, we get rid of the fur. Oh, you know, okay. it's mushrooms and fucking bees and shit. This right. is we much drop better. the fucking vagina metaphor. It's gross. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, was I too subtle? People used no, to this No, you were not subtle enough. It was disgusting. Fair enough. All right, so we are very much done here then. You leave. Oh yeah. All Once these undead have like gathered everything, I just kind of let them disintegrate because they all fall apart on the ground. All of them. Good. All Set all it on fire. Solved. Yep. All problems solved. Days later or hours later, that eldritch gets up and runs away into the <laughs> night. That's for the best. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna bring a bunch of rotting undead into my city, and I'm also not gonna. I guess yeah. Unintelligent. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. You took care of the gray spawn Shemzeroth. He was turned into a gray Shemzeroth spawn where you would get death magic. Well, that was not turning into Yeah. <laughs> He's dead now. Dead. That'll teach him death magic. Yeah, that'll show him. You didn't even get the monologue. No, he was going to start a whole speech about since the dawn of time, man has feared flesh. Uh. And now, flesh has fears the flesh gun. Oh no, just in my mouth. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, like the it's like the, the 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 pretzel maker from Adventure Time. The breadstick wand. <laughs> so what's next on our list of? Yeah, what do you want to take next, guys? Come on. Things pick, to pick, kill. Pick. Icon spot. cost. The death spot. Yeah, I guess. Scene swipe. There is a fort, like a fort town. It is a wooden and, you know, stone fort on a river, major trade hub of the area. It has probably like, a, I don't know, a thousand people in it. It's a building. It's actual buildings that past people made. It's a scale one building, I think. Yeah. How are the people looking here? Are they, like, starving? Or... Are there people who live in the freezing, chilling north in on a, on a doom world? They're they always okay. starving. Yeah. You know, they look fine. <laughs> People are cultivating Thea mushrooms and Thea bees. Uh, there's a lot of bears crucified outside the town. Uh, people wear furs and stuff people wear in the north. It's called Fort Blasphemy. You know, normal stuff. Wait, he's taxing our people, and we're not taxing him for the use of our bees and our, well, your bees and your honey. <laughs> also, you know, protection from all these bears that start attacking for no reason. Yeah, as you're approaching, like, there's some bears hiding behind some rocks, and, like, when no one's looking in a watchtower, they start crawling along the ground like a cat, getting ready to sneak over the wall. A bunch of big hairy men trying to break. <laughs> yes, yes, a bunch of big hairy men from the eighties. Gonna, gonna pick up a bear and stuff its neck. 
Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use unending Disgusting creatures. <laughs> yes. Are these things? What are they? I mean, they're bears. Oh, like polar bears. Not like. <laughs> well, actually, they're brown bears. Not like demon bears or. Just bears. Well, I won't drop it over into town. It's good meat and fur. I mean. Oh wait, can I real quickly? <sighs> he just grabs the bear and rips all the fur off in one go. Oh yeah, sure. Thank I you. thought you were gonna bring it back. I'm like, no, 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 don't start bringing back undead bears. <laughs> oh no, no, he's just it's a bear dance. <laughs> he just uses his engineering gifts and like. Makes an app on his phone would make a really nice coat for himself. So you're like there a furred cloak, cloak like uh, the guy from Game of Thrones from the North? Yes, there exactly that. I'm going to use Unending Abundance to create some fertile land for these people. Oh, wait. Should we do that after we kick out the death box? So that, you know... Eh. It's a show of power. Yeah. Make sure that there's people left this time. I mean, it's <laughs> are our people, and we just want to... Alright, you, know, you enter the fort... People cheer because the gods are walking and they saw your god bars, your chariot of the sky. And uh, they're all wearing bear furs and bear hats and bear everything. Like, they even have like bear claw mittens and stuff. And like they start cheering. You give them a bear, they hang it up in the middle of Town Square's hanging square, and the children come out with sticks and start hitting its body. Everyone loves you. Except one man. <laughs> His heart was too small. <laughs> And his heart grew three sizes that day because it was infected with a hideous virus. Because of fertility tumor. <laughs> the inside of the fort has large amounts of apiaries set up for making, like, honey and stuff. Is my network here? Yeah, totally. The bees are here. Therefore, your network is here. Yeah, there's, like, a Faya worshiper who's, like, chest cavity's all swollen and beehive-y, and there's bees coming out of holes in him and stuff. He's just waving at you and, like, worshipping you. You know, everything about these people here, just like that. Yes. They talk to him about all their problems. They're, they're the, he's the confessor. They're having a bear problem. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it, just, it just happens. Is it a problem? Because look at all these people with their bear clothes. I mean, that's pretty great. Well, yeah, they turned into a, you know, a blessing. Hmm. <laughs> when life gives you bears, you make bear aid. Anyway, they're all around you. They're faceless and nameless. I'll, like, heal anybody that's hurt, although they... Oh, yeah, like... My worshippers also are... Yeah, but there's some that are pretty vibrant. Like, there's a guy that walks up who has, like, his entire face and torso torn open by bear claws there to stabilize and keep alive. But he's like, the scars hurt a lot, Thea. I got them fighting bears. Oh. You did a good job, my son. I'll kill many more bears before I die, Thea, and become Acer and Fae, the perfect man. That's a good that's life well lived. Moment. It'll earn you the right... The privilege. Thank you, uh, yeah, God. I'll, I'll, I'll them. The privilege. I'll take any soul. Any soul. <laughs> <laughs> soul yes. Yeah, there's a lot of people who have bear-related injuries. I will kill them. Which, they've lived a lot longer than they would because they're called healers, so they're able to stabilize all the D-limbing. A lot of D-limbings. I'll bring out the uh, the, the my uh, birdman, and they'll do a little polystizing. Yep. They're like, oh, birdman, birdman. Bring out the books. Have you read the book of the book of the bird? They like they take them and stuff and love it. They love you guys. You guys are great. There's an equal split between all this city of worshiping all five of you. Yeah. For anyone who like doesn't like has, is missing a limb, the marquee offers to make murder limbs for specifically for killing bears. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, they love it. They want all of that. Wood and blades and bear decapitators. <laughs> I've heard taxes are, are high in this town. Oh, we don't want like to talk about money here. What are you taxed here? Do you use money? Yes. Okay. But the despot says you don't like to talk about money, so we don't. 
We just give him whatever he asks and we assume that it's fair. I love money. <laughs> I love the many things you can buy from our city with it. Oh, one day, once the once the siege is over, we hope to go there. The siege? The bear siege? I the assume. bear siege. Hmm. Do you know where these bears come from? This is an abundance of bears. <laughs> the, 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 like, the townsfolk are like, well, when we took in your worshippers generations back, there were no bear problems, but after we started to set the apiaries and the hives and the centers of knowledge, a curse befell our town and bears started to attack. The despot rose up and put together the end of bears plan, where we kill bears, break their necks, smoke out their caves during their hibernation season, throw rotting meat that we've poisoned with strict nine that we get from one of the tradespeople into it. We do everything we can to kill them. We just don't know why they show up or what they want. Those are very good plans. I think they're only hungry. Also, the the fan um, worshiper in the background when he starts talking about, we just don't know why. I wonder why they're showing up. Buzz. <laughs> Those are all very good plans to get rid of the bears. Especially the strict nine. Especially the strict nine. Uh, I do wonder if the despot is breeding bears. This is such a bear-based economy, though, to rob them of that and their culture. He points to all the bears hanging everywhere. I mean, well, what if we just feed their bears and they don't come here? Then Let's go find out what's going on with the And then we hunt them outside. Perhaps he is an asshole worthy of death. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you go to the main building in the fort. There's a man there. He's wearing a crimson marquee, holy symbol, whatever it is. Uh, he is a man. He's hybrid, like you guys. So he looks like a jumble up of a bunch of different things. A jambalaya. Yeah, he's a jums. I, I drew the symbol somewhere. I'd have to. Anyway, he's sitting there on his throne with his bear coat, with his bear teeth necklace, his bear claw feet, his uh, you know bear crown made of bear bones. There's bear stuff everywhere, and like they turn into murals of you guys and stuff. I am the despot of Fort Blasphemy. How can I help you, gods? You call yourself the despot. Yes, it means leader of fort. Fair enough. <laughs> words have many meanings. All words are made up. It all depends on how you say them. So, uh, how can I help the gods of this new world? Well, we've been hearing that you. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a single bar of silver and chuck. All problems solved. We hear that you've been taxing our people unfairly. Well, we must keep up the war effort on the siege against the nemesis. And then he looks up to like a big, like dire bear carcass they've like stuffed over the, the, the wall. Why does literally every single city have their own? Nemesis? Everyone uses that word. <laughs> it's almost like it has no meaning anymore. <laughs> and those who are religious, they don't work as much as people who, you know, aren't part of the church. So they have to pay more because they spend their time worshiping, especially. And he just kind of looks over at Azazel, especially some of us. Yes, the trinket pyres burn brightly and hot for the gods. There's like a little child carving like a bear, like a statue of a you bear. You know, my that's religion specifically says to give community service and make yourself stronger. It's right in the book. You're agreeing with him, right? Oh, good God. Because they are. They're giving community service. That is actually super fair. If our worshippers are spending more time worshipping than they are actually doing things for the community, they would be taxed more. Um, to be fair, my worshippers are doctors that 
heal and run hospitals and schools. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, they, he's not including the Fae worshippers, but he is taxing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and the Marquis worshippers tend to be a bit more... It's a, it's a general divine tax, so that the word... We, of gods, we would never think to charge one cult or one religion more than the other. That would be heretical in many of your books. So we just charge all of the cults the same amount so that those that do more for the community in more physical ways pick up the slack for those that don't. I, I can't disagree with him. This is actually really logical. Well, perhaps we should just solve the problem for them then. If, yes, have, if we cull this bear issue. Tea time out? Out of character, I don't know if everyone knows this, but the bears are because they worship me. It's the problem for my religion. It's never going to go away. Wherever wherever her cult set up shop, bears start showing up. Why don't we set up defenses outside that will automate much of the bear handling? Well, we could also pay for the bear hunters. They're a group of mercenaries that go from tribe to tribe hunting bears. But the cost is too great. Three bars of gold-pressed silver. Um... Or I could send my cult up here and they could kill the, kill them, a lot of them. They oh, could yes, be up your, here and, like... Your it, religion is all about uh, making yourself saying, strong and fighting things that are hard. Literally every one of them. are less than wealth point one. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but if we do it ourselves, that makes us look better than... Here's some money to let someone else... Do. No, exactly, right? And also, you're... It's in my cult thing that I yeah. should go help and hunt, hunt. And yeah. my members are, like, can probably take a bear in a fight. Plus Matthiel's soldiers who are fully armed with guns and shit. Yep. So yeah. yeah, why don't we just send soldiers, more soldiers down, a garrison of soldiers to defend this place, and you can lower the taxes as a result. So, yes. Does that sound fair? I'll just lower the taxes now on good faith. Such is the way of the despot. He slams his mailed fist on his chair. It's also going to be like a holy experience for your people. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, that's, a, that's a worthy fight. <laughs> yeah. We will... Two large paws start creeping around his throne, around him, and he jumps out of the chair. There's a bear there. What? It snuck in. How even? <laughs> Can I, I, I turn the bears? bears? Yeah, I turn the bird bear into a bird. Yo, <laughs> hey, stop. <laughs> the bird speaking bear. <laughs> Do I understand it? Because it's a you bird. Speak bear? No, I speak bird. You understand bird. You're, you understand what the bird's saying, but the bird speaks bear. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Can anyone here speak bear? Who speaks bear? <laughs> I mean, I could transform myself into a bear. Do it. I, if, it's, if it's speaking intelligently in a language, I can understand it. All right, no, emotions. no. It's speaking bird, and he can understand bird, which means if he translates the bear, if he makes the bear sounds at you in the intelligent magic bird language, you can translate. <laughs> no, I, I can I can read its, its you can read manner his body language. Okay. Because okay. the marquee is just kind of speaks. angling to grab the bird. Idiot! No! <laughs> <laughs> Don't pull out Zazel. All right, the bear. Okay, what do you want to ask the bear? Uh, <laughs> How did you sneak in here? I'm not even angry. I'm. I, it's actually kind of amazing. I just walked in. They should be your worshippers. That just leads to ask more questions. Are you hungry, bears? Do you need more food? I want a jar of honey. He spells it with a U and an N and two N's and stuff like honey, like way of the poo. I'm surprised bears don't attack me. They love you. You make honey for them. They recognize you. You're the honey. Later fall. <laughs> a jar of honey. Now that I'm small, I can eat a lot more. 
Drown him in this pot. Because he's small, so if he has like a bunch of honey, the honey will last way longer, so he can gorge himself. Just drown in honey. I mean, I think this, it. According, I believe this ritual lasts literally forever, so, or until I, uh, I don't think it's a withdrawal, I think it's a... Okay, you'll solve this one bear problem. You should, you should kill this bear. Why? Because they're just going to keep coming. Turn him into a hummingbird, and we'll dip him in the honey. What do we Hide our shade from God! <laughs> what do we start a forest here? Put some normal bees outside, they'll eat that honey. Normal bees are garbage. Why don't we build a wall? I mean, they can eat garbage. There are walls. It's a fort. Yeah, we'll make well, better walls. I, I still have better questions. The soldiers. Yeah. What? How did? How? How the bears are not? Do not sneak over walls. Bears are a devious species. <laughs> yeah. Let's just send the soldiers here, and that will deal with it. They'll kill every single bear that comes close. Yeah. I'll. Yeah. We'll also look into creating infrastructure so that. The people of this town can reach the city with ease. A road? A road. Infrastructure. Defenses along the road. Uh, cars. We'll start so introducing cars. Do you want to track how the bear got in here? Uh, that would be nice. nice. There's a latrine that they carved into the fort here that goes out to the river. If you follow it, it's bear size. And bears are like cats. They can kind of get in as long as their whiskers are fine. <laughs> so the bear swam in through the river, waited for the guard to go away, went underground, held his breath, went up the sewer line, went through the latrine, came up through the toilet, waited until you guys were arguing amongst yourselves a little louder, and then crept in and tried to kill the despot. <laughs> Those are some amazing that bears. Is, that is some as bears that, that is impressive. We should breed They're some devious species. <laughs> it's hard for this me is... as Nicole to uh, get rid of these uh... bears because bears are actually my favorite animal. <laughs> okay, I mean, so do you want to ask why you wanted to kill a despot? Sure, yeah. There he is. Why did you want to assassinate the despot? Kill the queen and the hive doesn't sting as much. You get all the honey you want. Yeah. That's logical. That's logical. <gasps> well, okay. <laughs> I think they'll make a good species once they, you know, get some intelligence into them. Why don't we just call? Oh, you want them to be able to know stuff, like pick up guns and stuff? No, they'll be like raptors. (laughs) Okay, the Marquis is going to solve this the way he knows how. In that, I'm going to use my gift that lets me build infrastructure and give them inter like in plumbing, fucking plumbing. All right, so you're going to spend. Do you want to spend a day here and just build an entire city's worth of infrastructure? Yes. Okay. This is not a fort. This is now a walled city fortress. And Enjoy I will, your plumbing. like, a World War II-style war camp with, like, turrets and, like, spotlights and stuff and gates and, like, you know, housing and electricity. Uh, and I'm going to set up, obviously, my cult to come here and regular yeah. pilgrimages as well as, like, non-optional a group staying here and setting yeah, up. perfect. I'll set up for us here. That's, you know, has bees in it that have honey, so there's some of them away. I'm pretty sure my worshippers are going to kill all those beehives. It's in yeah. their religion. It's not. Other bees. Their bees tend ones. to invade other ones, though. Mm-hmm. The bees tend to invade other yeah, hives. Remember, yeah, remember, bees are like the thing. They'll go to a non-fea hive and infect it. Well, black guy know that. <laughs> you didn't Is... read each other's Bibles? No. <laughs> What's well, <That's> reading? Shit. <laughs> anyway, you took care of the also, one resistance problem. If you do that, problem. it'll probably just attract more bears. <laughs> it will. Yeah, it outside. Will. Yeah, but they'll hang out in the forest now act as a staging ground where they'll be able to gather their resources so they don't have to go a long distance to attack. Let's this place I see the way you know how much it costs for bear hunters. They're just hungry. So give them food outside of the city. They'll be fine. 
Ten mile radius of a lush forest. A ten mile radius uh, bee honey bear hive forest. <laughs> you do realize you do need to make like bear goat dragons at some some no, point. No, don't. Do I mean, that. I could just that, come on. That is that. Would I'm not saying a... it's a good idea. I'm saying it's an Azazel idea. Uh, anyway, the despot of Fort <laughs> Blasphemy has been dealt with. Who was really not such a bad guy after all. He just called himself a despot. He didn't know what the word meant. <laughs> I mean, I think that's actually Nobody a knows word the word. It has more than one meaning. Well, yeah, but sure. So. I'm sure he'll change like mayor or later after this place becomes a full-on town. Tyrant King. Tyrant King. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. You dress for the job that you want. I get tired of it. I've decided to get away from you. Now I wear black and red and have a weird symbol that looks vaguely like something out of the previous universe directly behind me at all times. It's supposed to be four Fs. <laughs> I mean, he worships me, so... Anyway, uh, so who do you want to do next? So we've done a difficult one. And then a simple one, and let's do a hard one again. So hard ones take a lot of time. Do you want to do some more simple ones? Okay. Which ones are simple again? The ghost, the, ghost. the mummy queen, the jangling automaton. Still with the automaton, because that one's really aggressive and like killing everyone. Hmm. Fair. <clears throat> okay. Yep. Alright. You guys leave Fort Blasphemy. As you're flying away, you see over like a hill, there's like a cloister of like five or four bears, and they're like kind of just peeking over the ridge at the walls. And, like, one of them's, like, marking on a wall with his claw the time interval of where the spotlights pass over. <laughs> Smart bears. They have a symbol of Thea they've carved onto the ground. <laughs> I mean, if they start counting with worship, I'm not going to get mad. They won't. Yeah. They just know where to go. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty intelligent. Don't do that. Oh, I've already thought of what that looks like. Perfect. <laughs> Bad ninjas. But he was just sitting there talking to you in the middle of like like a wood fort house. All of a sudden, two arms start snaking right. around and break his neck. I was like, um. I mean, that would solve a problem. <laughs> Clock. Ninja bears. This is now a ninja bear settlement. They're just really, they really want that hunt. I mean, if we make a separate settlement for them. Yeah, a lot of Thea's worship so talked about how to deal with bears coming to steal your honey and picnic baskets. <laughs> oh, poor, poor, poor. It's also a metaphorical thing. There's always going to be people that want to tear you down for being a prosperous people, so... There's always going to be haters. Yeah. Way to project Thea. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that bear in the woods in the rain. It's not our problem. Those bears. Those bears. Christopher Walken. Yeah. Bears! Alright. You guys fly to a different part of the north on your little whirlwind city adventure. Uh, there's an area that's totally covered in oil fires. Like, a good five square miles of them. Oh, shit. Uh... Yeah, there's like, there used to be like cities here and like little forts and stuff and forests and foliage and stuff. It's just all on fire. You there's said, craters in the ground everywhere. What kind of fire is it? Oil fires. Will water put that out? No, it'll, no. it'll spread it everywhere. Okay. I was like, I was like, oh, quick, make it You're rain. You're not allowed to cook in the frying pan anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, quick, make it rain. Uh, Mr. Oh God, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> well, I knew it was happening at least. <laughs> Just, I demonstrated that I knew. It'll be fine. 
Birds can squash anything. Yeah, craters in the ground, uh, like from like rockets. You know, the dead everywhere. This place is kind of a sinkhole of evil. Like, like the ground starting to get. It's not the one we created. There's a difference. This is a different one. Much smaller. It's smaller, but it's still dark, and there's like you know the ground starting to pulse and like boil for all the violence. What the hell happened here? Probably an automaton for the future. You know, future weapons. And you just hear the noise of machine gun fire and rockets going off. It sounds like a World War II trench. Maybe we should keep the kitten uh, back from this one. Sure, let's fly in. <laughs> and I'll leave my... I have to leave a fair chunk of my men I'm going to say behind at the... Uh... We don't have to take anything from Is there enough time passing between all this that like days are yes. going by? Okay, yeah. thank God. Yes, <laughs> you're fresh every time. Mike, chewing juicy fruit. Or drinking Sprite. Or Mentos, the fresh maker. Anyway, uh, do you guys want to see the automaton? Yes. Yeah. There it is, 15 feet tall, made of black iron covered in sorcelled ruins, uh, man-patterned, uh, walking around stomping with big fists and big feet. Uh, shoulder pads have red, like, kind of pods on them that fire off as rockets and keep continually refreshing. Um, it's spraying out chlorine gas everywhere. Its rib cage has been stylistically kind of engraved, and every once in a while those fire out spinning razor saw discs everywhere. Uh, it carries a sword in one hand that's a chainsaw sword, and in the other hand it carries um, nothing, but its hand opens up and like lasers come out of the fingertips and cut people up like like a like cheese wire. Two arms? Yeah. I have You guys know this is instantly, it's an iron golem. Ah. The Jolyrites build these in mass, so do most other factions. Hmm. I have blessed blueprints, which means I can detect uh, weak points and technical capabilities of like ships and Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna like starting for weak points, anything that's gone haywire. It's actually in perfect working order. It has a it has a refined energon processing core, and it has a divine reactor inside to repair itself automatically from the infinite energy of its of its energon core. Huh. What are these things generally designed to do? Make soldier stuff. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't laugh, it doesn't think, it doesn't cry. All it does from dusk till dawn is make the soldiers die. Children speak nursery rhymes about these things. <laughs> In the future. You don't even never turn them off. They, they never go silent or stand at attention. You turn them on, you tell them what you want to die, and it just goes and does it forever. <gasps> Someone set this out to kill these people. Do we know no. what was here beforehand? Uh, nothing. Like, just past people. It's had some... Killing orders from the future, it came to the past, couldn't find anything, and just continued on fighting. Yeah, it has an adaptive intelligence. Yeah. Shall we just destroy it? They're mass made. We're not yeah. missing out on anything important by. The faceplate breathes fire. Sure. Maybe we're gonna shark it out. Hmm. Alright. Give us its stats, Devin. Alright, well, I gotta pause then. In the meantime, uh, all of these heroes figure that they have gifts and miracles that can change things without having to reduce hit points or make attacks. So what did the Crimson Marcus do? Marquis. Soul the machine, so I just cram a soul right in there. and give All it right, two after the day, and it has now sapient and has free will and loves what it is and has no memory of its past and is friendly and obedient to the god bound that sired its intelligence. So the war machine stops and is just kind of, you know, staring around looking for you. All right, I'm gonna go down. 
You had to go down and touch it, actually. You had to, like, run up to it and be like, Tang! Oh, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> just pokes out from behind it, from where, you know, yeah. its weaponry wasn't pointed. <laughs> so, as you could have disabled it, yeah, you could be like, run up. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it looks down at you with large, like, multi-segmented bug-like LED lights that, like, you know, zoom in and zoom out and close. It looks mil- It looks like the machines from the Matrix in the kind of its style, where it's all dark metal and, you know, segmented. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. What is your designation? Uh, um, I don't... I don't... I don't know. It is now peace. You piece of shit! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wizards again? <laughs> You motherfucker. Every single game. <laughs> Every game we reference wizards. PTSD, uh... You hadn't changed your name, you son of a bitch. Peace. You have done many a terrible thing here, but I understand that it was not your fault. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad person. Big Disney eyes. He's looking around and all the dead bodies and the blood everywhere. Iron Giant style. But we understand that it was not your fault. It was not your doing. You're, you are someone different now. Oh, uh, I don't remember. You don't need to remember. It's a darker time. Come with us to the city. You shall be a defender, a protector of the people. You shall live amongst them. All right, so it's following you. Excellent. Is murder wrong? Yes. But I did murder. It wasn't you. Why would you tell me this? To learn. learn from what is this I feel inside? Marky kind of like touched them. Oh, that's that's guilt. Hold on to that. It's a good learning tool. Zazel, could you? Could you what? Gestured all of oil and fire. <laughs> yeah, fer- fertilize it. it. What? Make it into some sentient being that'll be on fire? No, yes, fertility gifts. <laughs> you goddamn piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> then it'll be a forest on fire. <laughs> I assume we put out the fire. <laughs> Just put a straw in the oil and drink it all like the horrible trash heap you are. Um, Sky might be able to put it out. Sky might be able to make it rain baking soda. <laughs> Can Sky do that? I don't see why it could. Oil spike? I'll just make a wind vortex. <laughs> fire nail! <laughs> Well, now there's there's on fire buzz saws in the fire needle when it looks like rockets. If it goes fast enough, then it'll just. I mean, to do it. Well, then we give it sentience as well. Now give that sentience. The fire tornado for the razor blades. What am I made for? Fun. Uh, Alright, you eventually starve out the oxygen, and I'm assuming gently deposit the razor blades and bombs onto the ground. Yes. And then the. Skylord. And then, boom, forest miracle. Please. You did it. You took care of the murder robot. Excellent. <laughs> you have a guy. His name's Peace. Yes, it is. I'm going to teach him to defend people. I'm going to swap out all these weapons for your pacifier weapons. Just murder other people. <laughs> yes, I thought of it. LSD. He's firing rockets at raves to put pacifiers people as they don't Also, he decides to join join Lothar's cults and just grows like tiny little little eagle wings that got allowed to fly. Thresher saw blades. Like the Gand. Yeah. Okay, what's next on the list? The mummy, perhaps? The money. Mummy. mummy. <laughs> yes, the mummy. You mummy. hear what you want to hear at this point. <laughs> I can't help it. <sighs> Alright, um. The mummy? Alright, let's do it. You travel 
Oh, Peter's gone. I'll just keep going. Alright, you travel to an area where pyramids are. Smallish pyramids, not as big as the Earth ones. Uh, it looks like they've cleared out the snow and, like, used sorcery and magic to make this place kind of fertile-ish. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's a pyramid city. People are here. How are these people looking? Well, you know, like everyone looks miserable, underfed, and enslaved. Oh. There's a lot of undead around, too. Like, there's, like, dog-headed jackal people. Because, remember, pirates everywhere that have been mummified and are carrying scimitars and stuff. Are they, um, worthy foes or less? They're not worthy. Okay, they immediately obey me. Sure, yeah, no problem. Their red eyes trace in the darkness. Might you show us to your leader? Yes, God. Excellent. People give you guys a wide berth on the cobbled stone pathways leading up to the sepulcher. Yeah. Yes. Oh, hey, there's people here raising bees. Cool. My bees or yeah. regular bees? No, your, your network's everywhere. Oh, awesome. There's apiarists, and yeah, there are also like clearly dead bears here and there. Oh, yeah. Just happens. There's like honey. There'll be bears everywhere. You just spread into the waters and there'll be bears <laughs> swimming there. Yes. <laughs> it's like a scuba helmet on. Depending on Debbie Pass, they just immediately obey me. Alright. You get the sepulchre. <coughs> uh, it's large and ornate. It's covered in gold and polished sandstone they've, tr- they've cut up from a nearby mountain. Uh, on the throne, Egyptian style, with a bunch of weird god designs and stuff everywhere. It looks like they've been made up to worship her. Is a woman. It looks like she is uh, part scarab, part lion, and uh, she's like dead and mummified and covered in wrappings and gold and silks. Greetings. I am the living god. Oh, what's a, what a coincidence. We're all living gods, too. You have come to my well, land. not technically you, I guess. <laughs> For what purpose? What was she doing again? What was her... Resisting There's sorcery and stuff stopping your stuff from coming into here. Oh. Stop it. Like, is she actively doing it? Yeah. Or... Okay. Your magics are being used to deliberately sabotage our own efforts to civilize this area. It's a you lot of untamed su- wilderness. You literally. Our Hierophants and sorcerers keep out the encroaching underworld. You exist in Duat, and we leave you at the barrier and the threshold. Not the land of light or the land of the living. Do they worship her? Is that Yes. Oh, that's unfortunate for her. To hell. You are aware your godhood is false. A pretense to gather power. I understand that your your you entities are a jealous sort, but I have been raised from death and I live among my people and guide them for eternity, as they will be as they will serve with me unto death. You have so much offerings we send you to the underworld. So much that we give over to your cataclysm outside of the land of the living. Pray tell, why must you take more from our people? We give the offerings, we burn the incense, but we do not allow you to encroach upon the land of life. For inference, they believe everything inside their city is the real world, and literally everything outside is the afterlife. Huh. 
Interesting. So they do send stuff. They throw like goods and stuff out into the snow and the valleys and stuff. And they're like, there, we gave it to the gods of the underworld, you guys. And that's Go away. And that's why we have a bear problem. If you simply allow our influence. <laughs> that's why you have ants. We don't wish. There's no need to strip you of your authority within these lands. My people, though frail they may be, are good and just people. I will not allow the last living people to be purged into the darkness of the end of times for complicitness with you. I respect your power, but this is all that's left after the world has ended. Why do you believe that the world ended? It came to us in the prophecy. What prophecy? She, like, gestures behind, like, a large door Ooh, that right. opens up, and there's a large crystal globe hovering without gravity. It's like, the prophecy came to us from the sky generations ago, when I was but a living god, before I rose again a second time. It taught us that the world ended in fire, that all divinities burned, that all that lived crashed and was destroyed. And this is all that was left. So we built our perimeter, we put up offerings to the dead gods and the underworld denizens that grope in the darkness of the burning hells. But we do not let you entreat in here. Can I sense that at all or anything? Or is it a magical thing, not a technical? Like it's both. Their magic is their technology and vice versa. Okay. So that means the both of you can easily. Yeah. Yeah. But what is it? Oh, it's, uh, it's a gravestone marker for the epistle. A bunch of these were made and seated around the epistle when they left the future and let it burn. It tells exactly what happened. Like that, you know, the intro I wrote for the setting? It's that. Huh. But it came back to the past basically by accident? Yeah, it slipped through the cracks. Whoops. This is from a world long gone, not this we world. We know. Less in a metaphorical sense and more in a literal. The world outside has just begun. The world outside is full of colossi groping in the darkness, she says again, looking hungry for bodies and hungry for torture to feed their insatiable slave armies. Yeah, we kind of killed them. Yes. Of course you did. You're the ghosts of the deities that once were. The stewards of the underworld. But your reach is not infinite. And you have not, you've only recently extended to this part of the land of the living. You've come so far into the shallows. We can almost see the shape of you. What can we do to prove to you that the world outside is as alive as it is in here? Your people starve. Look at them. You can't keep this up forever. That's all that's left. We'll have to keep it. We'll keep the light burning as long as possible. Now. She says, breaking the pretense of being super, uh, what's the word, when people are good for the sake of being good? Altruistic. Altruistic. Now, as a living god, of course, I do not have to straddle the same rules as the living and the dead. If I were to take a mate with one of the gods and prove the power of my divinity, I could bridge the gap between the living and the dead. We could solidify our... Oh, it's happening. Keep it up. It's happening. Marquis just kind of glances over to the fucking sex god. Kevin is putting his nose in his finger, which universally is a sign for not it. <laughs> not the last right. person to have their finger on the nose is it. Well, I just don't assuming care. we're even going to do this at all. I mean, it would be a really easy way. And I mean, a really easy way to lay to uh, <laughs> all this. I need some high priest, right? It seems like it would cause more problems. 
What is... When you say take a mate, what exactly do you mean? Mary, of course. Combine our empires, my dynasty of eternal light, and your dark cavern of smoke and mirrors. We'll combine into one great empire, an empire of legacy and memory, an empire of hope for the future. Our powers will be shared, as will our resources and influence and our worshippers. Oh wait, that's really silly. Okay. I mean, she, she ruled... wants a slightly bigger cult, you pieces of shit. She ruled the, the land of the her. living, we'll rule the land of the dead, and they have marriage, and so people on. People who worship her go to hell, though. Well, they'll no. actually come to me, because I'll just take their souls. Remember so. the network? Acer Thay Network? That feels so disingenuous, though. Like, wouldn't she... Hmm. I'd rather her actually realize that, you know, she's full of shit. Not she probably knows but... she's full of shit. She doesn't know she's full of shit, but she does know that she has some leverage. Well, I could try and communicate it to her. Like I dance can... at her? Yeah. I can you do a miracle of dance to force her to believe that everything she knows is a lie? That's exactly what I'm going to do. Alright, do a miracle of dance. You, you put on the... You just, you just kind of stand in front of everyone, rolling your eyes, and do like a super dance. That's exactly what's wrong. Are there like spotlights or anything here that the marquee can have? Well, like in the Prince <laughs> of my bees, Egypt? My bees actually glow. Oh, perfect. Uh, so they're going to like swarm around. So be Lizzie provide the music using his amazing bird, sing, bird, 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 singing bird, voice bird. with the, with the, uh, the Mockingbird miracle. The phone for bass. So he just accesses like Very music. Well. Together you guys destroy and crush her beliefs and ruin uh, all the faith she had in her work. No, but Bringing like, her low and humble. But like in a nice way. <laughs> Pete, that's exactly that's this entire game. Something atrocious, but in a nice way, so we don't have to feel bad about it. No, yeah, well, we're not like, you're a piece of garbage, everything you know to lie. It's like, yes, but the truth is still going to do that. There's a that world sucks, beyond your but there's, but there's hope. <laughs> yeah, isn't that kind of the whole thing we're teaching? It's like, no, the world isn't entirely dead. You're not the only person left. It does make you feel like a jackass, though, if you are told that. Yes. Yeah. Can we do it in a nice way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do we do this without making her people, like, Suicidally sad. It's easy. We make them. We, we do it like a Disney song. That there's a big world out there, ready to okay. be explored. An amazing thing. So scene swipe. You deal with the mummy queen. I mean, <laughs> if you want, camera the watchers again. We we'll still do the whole holy matrimony thing, divine thing. Wrap her into a fold and make the worshippers worship properly. Over time. So it literally cuts to us walking out of her thing, and she's just like crying. <laughs> <laughs> She like sits down on her throne and opens up her desk and there's a gun in there. And then she opens a little bit more and there's the entire, uh, all nine seasons of Taxi in it. She's like, oh, which one? Which one? Not tonight. Um, I would like to stay here to help restabilize their culture and such. Yeah, you guys can do that. Yeah. Oh, Easy peasy, like, lemon sneeze. Because this, this just destroys everything, but we'll, uh, we'll re... We'll pivot. Yeah. We'll pivot. We'll, we'll pivot. We'll yeah. pivot. Everyone, all five of you are like, we'll pivot. Will you all say the words? Through the power of dance. All right, next so no one. I will, I, will, <laughs> I will forever see the scene as a giant, like, 30-minute montage Disney Disney number. This was my home. But less condescending, like every Disney movie is. <laughs> no, completely condescending. So, on to the next. The ghost is the next easy one. Okay. <laughs> Can I just dance at her? Just <laughs> dance at all the You guys, you guys gotta think in, think about your words. Fertility, fertility. It's only just us dancing from Bird. one objective to the next. Bird, all things. <laughs> all right, Ghost was in a cave and it's poltergeist. I told you on it, right? Yeah. All right, you find the cave. 
It is a small mound with a cave with slag-tight slag mites and holes in the top that makes it look like a screaming face with, like, ghost lights in it. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Which specifies that a foe is greater or lesser. If they have more hit die than you. Oh. If they've got more hit die than you have levels. Okay. But, yeah. It's not, like, twice your level or anything like that? It's no, really no. So if, like, they have four hit die and you're level five, they're a lesser foe. Okay. There's, like, one gift that's true for, but that's about Anyway. Ghost cave. What's in there? Only what you bring with you. Guns. <laughs> a so lot much of guns. baggage. Not a lot of baggage. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm your father, Azazel. Yeah, this place <laughs> is just... Oh my god, right? <laughs> yeah, this area, they're kind of wanting to expand like with your stuff you're doing, your networking and whatnot. It's it's kind of in like a, like a nice geographical area for like stuff to move through, land ships and stuff, and they can't because there's a poltergeist here. Hmm. It spooks the hell out of them. I would love to make this entire, like, spooky mouth cave into a giant bee, beehive. Bees coming up. There's so many caves we're delving into. pouring it. <laughs> What'd you say? There's so many deep caves we're delving into this time. Yeah. It was almost four. <sighs> Still, you know, the mummy. Oh my god, Kevin. The slow burn. You usually one. don't make those jokes. Usually. Like the Sophie's Choice joke from years ago. Uh, spooky cave, guys. We go into the spooky cave. We get the cement mixer. We get the cement mixer. Again, artifice and engineering. These things kind of need a more personal touch, though. Otherwise, it's just... Oh, this is like a two-resistance thing. <laughs> You're like, it's me, your boy. <laughs> Literally. Okay, go in. All right. Uh, all right, you head on in, and yeah, you feel a presence. In here, being like, you know, straddling bones, writing on the wall. You stop that. <laughs> come out, come out, wherever you are. You're in the haunting area. It's haunting you right now. Oh no, I am haunted. There's like a there's like a knife sticking out of Thea's shoulder. Didn't do damage. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> Take the knife and eat it. <laughs> uh, so well, this is just there's, there's a ghostly figure that like crawls towards you. It's not like the poltergeist, but it looks like a person that its mouth opens up super large, like in all those found footage movies. Uh, I no, you can you can stop. We're gods. It, it, you don't have to do that. It's probably not gonna. We don't do that here. <laughs> I'll just use Dreadlord again to make all the lesser ghosts shut the fuck up. Except for the ones that Azazel's just cramming into his mouth. <laughs> where they can never That's die. That's it, Azazel. Chase those kittens. Eat everyone you can forget. Uh, Alright, so the, the, the cheap hauntings stop. Good. Now we're at the major hauntings. There's a, there's a large ghost of a spider at the back of the cave. Hey, it's like buddy. eight men tall, 15 men wide. Literally, say it goes, hey, buddy. Good thing I had a light breakfast. I can communicate with with spiders. Alright, well this is the ghost of a spider, so you're good. Yes. Can you speak ghost? I speak spider, I'm assuming. Alright, the spider's like, get out! Get out! Who's your boss? The Marquis is at the entrance of the cave again once you saw the spider. He's just, <laughs> you know, he's available to text if you want to talk with him. Don't like spiders? In character or out. Purge? Question mark? Everyone's text. 
Say it's keep conscious. asking that. I actually don't know how to deal with ghosts. Like, no, just talk to it. Ask him why he's angry. Why do you want us to leave? Why do ghosts ask people to leave? Because it's their place. It's their house. Unfinished this business. Is my something, something. Place. Why can't we share? Okay, how come no one ever asks that to ghosts? Because ghosts are stupid. Because people are stupid in horror movies. I mean, it's their place. Why would they share? And you wouldn't give anything. This is my place. Why would I share? And they wouldn't give anything. Well, all I have, like, my, my bees come out and everything. Where I go, many insects follow. And where insects are, they will die. Providing you with nourishment. Revenge. What do you want revenge on? My colony was eaten. By what? By walking things. Two leg walkers. Let's go kill some humans to revenge this way. Ghostly shapes of long elven figures coming in and like taking away, you know, baskets and baskets of spider eggs. Stumbling about in drunken stupor. Did like... Jewelryites come and drunkenly No, this is the hyper world. No, it's it's neither. Is it is it acerins? Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because they eat spider wine, right? Spider honey. Spiders. Spiders are also like our buds. Yeah, but you know, they're also delicious. Yeah. You kill them. It's and it's family. They kill it. Yeah, underneath the cave, like there's like a lip, and there's like just a charnel house full of spider asks. Enough of them to make a spider poltergeist. <laughs> hmm. Revenge. I believe I can save this revenge. Okay. Pull out an acer and toss us in. Well, like it's like, what? I'm taking the fall? I only ate five of entire colonies of their children. I didn't even eat the most! I gestured him like to the to the spider, like. Hey! Like he's starting to walk towards the spider. It's like, really? Take off the key. Yeah, I know, but why do I gotta. Acerin did it. It was Acerin's idea, and neither Acerin convinced me to do it. Oh, wow, this is going in directions I didn't expect it to. (laughs) Human sacrifice. (laughs) I'm the one that ate all your children and you, and we deep fried you in a giant truck, like the back of a truck full of oil that we heated up with our magic. I'm getting hungry. And she like eats him, and it's like a horror movie. He's like, ah, it means nothing to me. I've gone through worse. <laughs> Death is meaningless as is life. <laughs> Heart symbol. <laughs> and Thank hopefully. you, merciful God. And then it passes away to the afterlife. Hell. It doesn't have a soul, it's an animal. It's the gestalt emotions of all the spiders being murdered here put together into an intelligent ghost haunting. It passes into the afterlife, it gets caught in Taya's web. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Acerin style. A bunch of Acerin spiders come down and start wrapping it up. What, like Acerin heads on spider legs? Thank you, God. Now we can take over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. And then we fill this up with cement. Oh, I like honey. <laughs> well, we're gonna fill up the cave full of uh, spider huts with it, at least the lower levels. Boy, howdy! I don't think I don't think you realize how many spiders are in the city. 
Oh no. Yeah, I, I have haven't po- been able to. We have pogroms. It's fine. <laughs> I, I have been forgetting to describe it, but she set up pet spiders as like a thing people keep. Oh. This is why I live in the tower. Like, like, like. No pets allowed in the tower. <laughs> I think, you know. I've been forgetting to describe it every time. And by pets, I mean spiders. Because Nicole's legit said people keep spiders like they keep dogs. Yeah. This is why the marquee lives <laughs> in the tower. Like, if you go into, like, the woods or into, like, the underground tunnels enough, there'll be, like, spider webs. Let's start running towards you for pan hats. I think it's time for Dark City 2.0. Because the first one failed. (laughs) It's burning to the ground. It's like, yeah, that one failed. All right, there are three resistors left. They're a little bigger, aren't they? Uh, The alien hive, the summoner, and the root drinker. They're all big. You want to do something else for the rest of the thing? You want to come back to these guys another session? Maybe. It'd be nice to be able to spend Dominion to make things... Skill three. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to save the minion for the ship and so on, then are any of these the problems that are gonna explode and and wreck us if we leave them for a little bit? No. Also, what are they doing exactly? Uh, two of them are greater parasite gods that are just building worship bases in the area and like abusing their worshippers. So it's really just a human rights violation, and you know that doesn't really affect you guys. Uh, and the other one is an alien hive, and he's just enslaving people. Yeah. Well, sounds bad. Oh, it's bad. But it's Ooh. the last three things in the entire north. How about we go back to your social link? No, I think well, I'd rather get this done, to be honest. Well, you're not going to be able to get all of them done. And yeah. you have to kind of block out time to take care of them. Oh, good point. Well, I'm sure we can just, you know, let the slavery keep going on for a, a while longer. I'm sure there's no problem with that from anyone. <laughs> okay. So well, there are other things deal. you can tackle this session. Yeah. And like next session, we'll come back and we'll like knock them out because you know you can probably do all three of them pretty quick in the first half. So what other minor things can we do to wrap this session up nicely? You go get the um, ship started. Yeah, we could go through the one with the Shatterdome. You could also start building your own in the city if you wanted. Which route do we want to go down? I think it's better if we build our own because then we don't have to rely on other people to do us favors. And then we can build other stuff as well. Exactly. And plus, if their uh, colony gets destroyed, they can come live with you guys. Yeah, yeah. it'll be a way to attract them as worshippers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we could go to the north, deal with the Shemiroth lady. Yeah, at least have a conversation, see what the situation is like. It's not the worst idea. Yeah. I'll be down for that. We can go to Noctis and get engaged in bull combat. Nocturnus. Yeah, you want to go fight Lord Soth? No, not really. From Kryn? So, north. It's only hitting us bad from there, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. For what you did. You need to have to go visit them then. <laughs> Alone. <laughs> so the four of us go, and you get to the social media. Okay. I'm fine with going wherever. How about you do? North. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Well, I should have info on her first with uh, Necron. Oh, he yes. Has that gift. Is it within the range? Uh, it's it literally everywhere that sunlight touches. Oh. That they've been, right? Uh, it's. I have to look it up specifically. I mean, um, one sun is to the horizon, <laughs> the other one is where no, you've it's been. Not that. Okay, so it's. Uh, commit effort, choose a place that you've been that is currently lit. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah it works in like this main area because breakers go everywhere. 
Yeah, like plays you, you sympathetic connected to the North too, like the mammoth guy. That's why he's like wandered around the North. Yeah. It was a smart move you did. Okay, that's beyond. Plus I'm sure I can take like a part of his consciousness and just go around places with that. I was gonna suggest doing like a Dominion project to link you two. Mm-hmm. Or like I don't know, like a miracle of Lich King to link your two you two sympathetically. Yeah, so that everywhere I go can yeah. Also your voice can hurt be heard there by those present. Yep. That's why, uh, that's why I was doing the thing. Yep. <laughs> he can basically do that to, like, anyone in the north. Yep. So spies on. Well, he'd just be, like, watching you guys with sunlit sight all the time. Hmm. All the time. Yeah. It's blood of the sun! Oh, yeah, he doesn't actually need to, like, you don't get a resistance to not being seen by him. It's literally just he has to commit effort to watch yeah. you. So he's I always guess, watching like, you. It wouldn't go into my cave, though. Because it, it's not sunlit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's only places that are covered by or hit by sun. Exactly. That's neat. <clears throat> All right. So let me pause briefly and load up music. All right. You take the kitten north across the endless uh, northern sea to the chaos wastes, a series of broken up continents at the edge of the world, uh, racked by chaos storms from the weakness in the the world's kind of reality walls. Uh, that's covered in thick layers of Arctic ice. There are like dozens and dozens of capital cities here connected by actual infrastructure roads uh, that aren't covered by ice, that have huge tracts of farmland and infrastructure everywhere. Including large like lighthouse affairs that are like big <coughs> towers with like, you know, sorcery built into them that like, you know, push stuff away and keep track of things. Outposts. With like large like, you know, like the, the Torch of Gondor or whatever. This looks modern. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Hmm. Do we know much of the woman who, um, like, Wait. overthrew everything? What? Sorry, but we want to talk to Necron first. Oh, wait, no, sorry. We had a whole thing about that, right? We had a whole thing. <laughs> Do we know much about her? Like, she's a future person, right? Nope. No? I mean, it's she's funny that like, modernized that. Yeah, it's, it's something that people, like, basically know about. Like... Shemzeroth is the one that modernized this place. Oh, yeah. yeah. He did that quickly after people started landing. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he took all of their knowledge and information and mechanized his entire cult. Got killed <laughs> like a punk bitch? Fuck this. I'm going to make a religion that's actually, you know, structured. Yeah. Make people want to live here. Yeah, no, that's exactly what he did. Like, if you're looking at the map, uh, there's like, you can see where there's like farmland everywhere and like ruins providing everything. Yeah, there's a, you can see spots where like chaos storms happen, where like the ground like gives away to like typhoons and weird uh, spitting like tears in space. But for the most part, they're uh, they're pretty on hand. It looks like those towers actually stabilize the area. He's a chaos monster. He was literally building stabilizing towers to keep the storms out. <laughs> That's nice. Fuck that shit. Uh, yeah. So uh, where do where do you wanna you wanna go to where the capital is? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's visible as you're, you're flying. Like, there's all these cities and, like, large farm kind of empires or, like, like you know, capitals everywhere. But there's a main one that has, like, large, like, castles built around it and has, like, stepped hills that has, like, infrastructure and buildings. It looks like a fortress city or, like, a big Roman-type city that has big public works, aqueducts um, or aquifers or whatever, and statues and, you know, they've set up irrigation and shit. These are named Shemzeroth One or something. Pardon? These are named Shemzeroth One or something. No, it's called Eldergard. 
I just make a joke for subword numbers. Ah, yes. Gotcha. Oh, and gotcha. I got one. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to think of another names. <laughs> That's what I always did when I was playing Alpha Centauri. I know, right? Well, you can call that like the city and stuff. They're like, it's city one, and planet one, and solar system one. Let us, uh, yeah. Alright. Let's go. So yeah, the entire hex is basically like, you know, have been filled to the brim with city stuff and people. And there's like carriages and carts. People are wearing clothes that are like uh, weather appropriate, but it's very temperate here. Um, there are apartments. There's like there's businesses here. They use currency. There are churches, large cathedrals all over the place. Uh, militaries, training grounds. They're building war machines, it looks like. Um, you know, like boats are being built near the, the shore and, you know, timbers being constructed and turned into that and ships down the lines. This is like a fully operational medieval empire. Or like Roman-style empire. There's bathhouses. <laughs> it seems quite well organized. The last time I was here, I, I don't even recall it being anywhere near it. Yeah. Uh, there are statues of Shemzeroth, which he's a big Cthulhu monster that have been just torn down or... They've at least been covered or whatever to just not be there. Like they don't want to tear down the statues because that's you know civic history. But <laughs> oh, they don't. Like, yeah, we put a bunch of effort into it. We'll recontextualize them. <laughs> the great nemesis. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh. Well, there's new stuff going up, like. Um, you know, statues of a woman, her face is kind of blurred out. Like, there's, it's mostly, like, in, like, stone colors, except for topaz, like, uh, uh, jewelry or iconography here and there. There it is. Yeah, it's Samoon stuff. Hmm. Prototypical Samoonite stuff. If you know that kind of shit. So, do we feel safe here? I don't feel safe anywhere, but, you know. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, it could take probably Explain most so much of about them. <laughs> yeah, there are five of us, so should be fine. We're not here to start a fight, we're here to speak. So. Oh, I'm aware, she just likes to eat gods. Or did last time, anyways. Why? Uh, to gain their power. Everyone liked eating gods in the past, it was in vogue. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they do taste good. Mark, he just kind of cranes his head in his azel's direction for a moment, and then... <laughs> well, they're not breakers, right? That they're not gods. Eh, close enough. <laughs> no. Yeah, there are other works here. There's, like, um, near Eldergard, there's, like, a large sort of Tower of Babel-style pet tower that looks like it has been shattered in half, or was half-built, but it looks like it was actually destroyed. Like, they were building a tower to heaven kind of thing, and there's, like, scorch marks on it, and, like, it looks like it's caved in and stuff. Um... There are large valleys cut near the city where it's just mass graves where there's monster bodies in there that they've been burning and like, you know, trying to mulch down. They're all like, you know, frog monsters. Um, and kind of on like a, a pillar away from the rest of the city is a large onyx black sarcophagus that's like weighed down with sutras and all sorts of like iconography. Well, that's probably where he is. Yes. Yeah, it gives off a palpable, uh, like, higher, like, like arcane wards that, like, drain effort and shit. Hmm. It's not going near there. Yeah. But, I don't know, if you fly over, uh, one of the, the towers kind of flags you down with semaphore lights. <laughs> yeah. And you're here. People don't really pay you a lot of mind. 
Is there like, a clear place we should go to talk to the leader? Yeah, the castle. The castle. castle. Yeah, for any that yeah. Shop for items first, you know, put the newest gear. <laughs> right? Walk into an inn for, play a little music to get full health. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of these people here, you're looking at them, they're they're clearly descended from Hyperels, like most of hybrids are, but their features are a lot more, less defined Hyperelfy. They look, they're starting to look a lot more like you would recognize the traditional elves. Huh. Like, generations down the line. It's happening quickly in some places. Uh, but yeah. You going to the castle? Yes. Yep. yep. Great. Big stone battlements made from volcanic rock that looks like they were hewn from the ground itself with sorcery. Um, imposing. Looks like it could stand a pretty good siege. And yeah, there are divine wards all over this thing. Meaning that... You'd have to commit five effort. Oh my goodness. They're all Imperial wards. Yeah, they are. And the Mundus wards are even worse. <laughs> But you feel like that, that veil right in front of where the, the sort of sanctified ground has been, you know, set up. Let us remember to be civil. Yep. Oh yeah, I can't even do the flying trick in here. Yeah. So, of all of us, though there was that long effort, that'll be it. It's been a long while since I've stepped into a place that's sapped me, so... Invitation curse. Just the worst. Because <laughs> you weren't invited. <laughs> he outgrew that. <laughs> he outgrew that. Um, other than that, uh, a lot of horses in the area. Like, looks like this is a culture that moves horses pretty rapidly because it's nomad-y. <laughs> so they've still kept that long. Um, there's a cast of people here that are dressed in uh, black and orange. Like, very dark like almost totally black but with like orange trims like the white mage outfits in Final Fantasy and they seem to be like a uh, religious cast hmm. mostly women uh, yeah you enter the castle grounds uh, guards stop you like they, they're like whoa strangers hello what are you uh, what are you doing here on the, the elder guard grounds what, uh, what, what's your business we've come to extend a uh Hand of friendship to your community. Oh, like diplomats? Yes. All well. right. Um. Yeah. Okay. You'll take some information from you guys and just uh, send it along. I'll just stand there waiting with you. Like we'll tell them who we are. Yeah, no, we'll take all that down. Yeah. Send it along, and then you guys are waiting for a bit. So we're one time in a game. We're like, oh yeah. And like no one would talk to us because they didn't realize we were actually the important people. So I want to make it clear we're not doing that again. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <that's>, that's <laughs> uh, eventually, a woman walks out um, in. She looks battle scarred. Um, you know, short for an elf. Uh, in what looks like witch's clothing and carrying a scepter that has like a moon shape to it with like stuff dangling off of it. You're uh, the new gods, right? We are. Very good. I am the sorceress. I uh, I deal with some of the more esoteric diplomatic envoys in Eldergard. Come, come with me to my viewing room. <laughs> there we go. And yeah, they bring you in, and they open doors. They lead you not to the main castle, like into the castle, like to like side rooms. There's like 
crystal ponds flowing from like pagodas and like waterfalls coming from the ceiling and there's crystals everywhere reflecting light. You know, like a witch's chamber. It looks a lot like Dark City actually, that kind of weird mysticism aesthetic. Hmm. Pleasant. Yeah. So you're here diplomatically. Yes. I'll proceed. Well, we heard that there's a new management here. We were curious. We know that um been building forces and such. We heard that you want to crusade against the hyper elves. Yes, want the to... war. The great war. It's coming. We're preparing for it. What side are you on? Firmly against the hype, the uh Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. A lot of people are against them. Haven't met a lot that are with them. No, the Great War is coming, yes. We are preparing for it. We are getting our ships ready and our war machines and our magic. We would join in on that hunt, or at least my group would. If you were uh certainly initial winners. We'll take everyone we can take. No one's ever injured one. And we want to take them all down. We want to remove them all from the world land of the living. Cast their bones into the ocean over the edge of the world. Hmm. Would you mind telling us more of your leader? The Topaz Lady. She was the high priest, the, 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 the great hierophant for the, uh, the Black Beast. She, her guile and her patience and her cunning led her to sealing him away in the ocean and the stars, casting his mind into the void between his own gray matter. She struck him down aptly. If there was a civil war that ensued, I see no signs of it. There was a po- there was a purge of the the creatures that followed it, his kin, but without him here to anchor them. We were able to enact uh, banishments and cast them back into the crawling chaos. Excellent. It was over in a matter of a fortnight. Their powers were severely hampered by their god's own infrastructure. Once he fell, we turned the defenses against them. Hmm. I don't suppose there's a way we could arrange for a meeting with your topaz lady. I should see you. What do you want to discuss? Um, opening diplomatic relations. We're, we're, we're discussing that now. Yes, of course. Matters of a divine nature as well. I wish to lay eyes upon her to know if she is... Many would. Or such power is rare among this land. Such will. She is meeting with her court. I don't need to take those meetings anymore. She's with the astrologer and the, uh, the jester. Do those names bring any bells? Okay. In Nocturnus lore, there was an astrologer and a sorceress. They were like the remnants of this stuff, but like nothing specific. Okay. The only famous astrologer I know is Sacer. So. There, there was another. <laughs> the Empty Man. 
But yes, if you want to go meet them, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Like, she just kind of gets up, starts walking. So do you have a gift, a show of promise, a peace offering? I say so, so. Do I dance? Uh, I can only conjure my wealth to buy something, so... Hmm. Go and buy it. Go to the gift shop. It's right there. Go to the gift shop! Tell them to give me change. In exchange for meeting your meeting your high person, or like, in for this gift of, of this... Uh... This wicked deuce in this box. <laughs> no, well, for the gift of meeting, I present you you with this... Uh, this well, I have to conjure it here, and that takes effort, and I cannot because it works, therefore, no. You do a divine performance. Alright. Sure. We appreciate the arts. Excellent. What is this full of children's teeth? Oh boy. <laughs> yummy, yummy children's teeth. She has like a bowl and spoon. <laughs> <laughs> yummy, yummy. Would you like some milk? <laughs> oh, oh. This game has gone bad. It's gone sour. Oh. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> well, that's Nichols Greg. The the parents, or the wedding singers, or the, the movie with Ben Stiller and Robert De Niro. Where he's like, oh yeah, any animal can be milked oh. if they have nipples. And, and Robert De Niro's like, I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? And it's like, <laughs> it's too much. He paints a cat. <sighs> we go meet with the first lady, and Give a stance. You go into a room. It is a... <laughs> you stupid bitches. Next time, give me a gift. It is a outdoor arcade, which is to say it's, like, it's like a big column area. There's trees, foliage, uh, reflecting ponds. It looks beautiful. Hanging garden of Babylon type stuff. And yeah, there are people here, like, like worshippers and... Um, you know, people who look arcane and divine, like people who are magic. And near a large single tree that's kind of been put back together with magic are three people. One is a man in Pied Piper rainbow clothing with a sun mask on. Yeah, Julia writes here from the JAC. Begin combat. Yeah. The other is an undead. Um, it looks like it's a man set of clothing and robes, but there's no bones inside. It's just an it's like men's outfit, like covered in heavy like like like, like the invisible man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the, the black mage wide brimmed wizard hat and like the glowing eyes. He's a lich. Uh, and in the middle is a tall elven woman, um, you know, blonde hair, uh, you know, traditionally beautiful probably. Uh, wearing uh, those black and orange clothing uh, with a unicorn horn that's broken through the center of her head and spiraling up. And she's like wearing like like some sort of like tiara over top of it with like topaz in it. And she carries a staff with a large, the size of, you know, uh, the size of uh, a human head topaz in it that glows with power. This person fits the traditional descriptions of the god Samoon, the divine vampire. From the past, or from the future. Do I sense anything vampiric or divine about her, though? She's wicked magic. But no. <laughs> yeah, she hasn't eaten Caparaca yet. He's over there. Hmm. 
But yeah, they sort of turn as you're approaching and wait till you get within your shot. Greetings. The Jewelryite kind of just sits down on the tree and covers the mouth of his mask, you know, watching intently. Um, the clothes lich uh, casts his dead eyes away from you. Uh, kind of just starts looking at his feet at the ground. And uh, yeah, she comes down from one of the low-hanging tree boughs. You're the new gods, correct? That's yeah. what they call The sorceress told me when you approached. You felt the ripple. We've... We, Seems like you do the, no, the present we're, first, yeah. right? For conversation. Yeah, the Ricky just kind of like stumbled over to us and like, and it's like, we've not met in this lifetime, but it is a pleasure to meet you in this one. And who might you be? I am the Marquis of the uh, the previous timeline, the future. You are the. You are of the barbarians from the time not. I suppose you would call them that. A savage people, I'm afraid. Uncultured, mindless, vicious. We've had no positive experiences with them to date. I hope we can change that. Allowances must be made. We, of course, don't hold you to that standard. You are gods, and... Perhaps your flock has simply lost its way. He almost looks like he's going to say something else, and he's like, okay. He, she, I think she meant future people, not our... Oh, yeah. He's not just your like, worshippers, but the people you come from. This is someone he knows you from people. like the future, though. So and also, like, she's totally right. Yeah. So he's <laughs> like, I can't say anything that she would know in the future, because... You butchered the future. Yeah. You are barbarian. It's just a weird thing, because he's yeah. seeing someone he knows who doesn't know him. <clears throat> they call me the Topaz Lady, but my name is Simone Eldergaard. I was a previous High Maiden of the Black Beast <clears throat> and his children. Greetings. I am Thea. Pleasure. Wait for you guys to introduce yourselves. Yeah. Lothar, the Slayer? We've heard of we've heard tale of the Plainsman, the Birdman. My scouts have traveled far. Your stories travel farther. The Slayer of Tyrants. Azazel so the goat headed. Do you have any facts about being famous? Um, hmm. I'll double check. Alright, probably. Matt Ayl. And I'm Matt Ayl. Yes, Matt Ayl. So many of your plays and songs and entertainment make their way up here. You're a cultural darling among us, as is your continuing strike against the kindly masters. I'm happy to hear that. I see a lot of yourself in me. We held the same position, I believe, in many ways. Puppets of things that are careless, or servants who rose up and said no more. I'm glad to see that you've liberated yourself, as I have. Hopefully it'll lead to the liberation of others as well. We work as fast as we can, but there's only so much manpower we have to push out the spawn that are left here. 
The bulk of the continents have been cleansed, but more come through the chaos holes. I feel once the elven forest falls, the majority of the other cultures will fall in line. Can I, uh... They're the largest slavers on land, even more so than the future barbarians, the tech, the techno savages. Can I tell what she means by falling in line? Like, they'll stop being slavers because the the, the hyper elves stop people from being able to not be slaves. She articulates it a little bit better than I would. I just wanted to see if she meant that or if she meant, like, she's trying to take over the world. I mean, aren't we all? I mean, not no. Not <laughs> no, but specifically, it's like, we gotta get rid of these guys. I don't have any facts specifically being famous. She doesn't know. I don't have any facts specifically being famous, yeah, but she's just like, I am. Nice. She's just nice to me. Stay <laughs> as a... She knows Lothar and she knows Mad Isle. I will admit the prospect of hunting the hyper elves too is something that fills me with a deep, deep, deep desire. They've never been harmed, so the first matter of business is making one bleed. We know it can be done. We've heard of this. These, these, these. It will have been done. What's the word? These hagiographies from the. Techno savages. These things that will happen. Or had happened. Will have happened. Have happened. But we cannot trust them. They're all mad. Their minds are rotted by their own grief. I like the way you think. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Techno savages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And four old travelers. No, this is not just a thermostat in your entire ship. Why is it slightly chilly in here? We know it can happen, and we know that you yourself played an integral role. I've heard this as well, but However, it's so course, hard to separate truth from propaganda and fact from fiction. I've heard of you and how you are the victim of a planet-wide conspiracy, a worldwide conspiracy to tear down a powerful goddess providing a service to her people. Precisely. I can see between the lines in those stories. <laughs> Like, they're saying that you're a big piece of shit, and she's like, oh, I'm reading between the lines here. They threw her in a goddamn cage. Okay. I thought she was saying the opposite of that. No, she was saying the opposite of the opposite of that. <laughs> she heard about some about uh, Thea, the nemesis. It's like, that's not what happened. I choose to rewrite it in this way in my head. Precisely. Um, and, of course, you can't trust that because it happened previously in the future, it would happen the same way this time as you went a completely different route than what uh, any of the future people would have been expecting. Yeah, of course. They speak about future and past as if these things matter, and they do not. They might as well be fairy tales or hopes they put into a wishing board. <laughs> they use it as a symbol of authority when it really is just something that they hope happens. And it drives their madness. 
Huh. I'm curious why you keep the Techno Savage close to you. <coughs> you speak of Julia. Yes. He is, and I know this is a phrase I'm not quite used to, but he is one of the good ones. Sorry, um... Are you saying his name is Juilliard? Yes. Kind of like glance over at him like... My hand's still over mouth, big smile on his mask. Hmm. Marquis' hands twitch ah! slightly. Didn't... That's interesting. No. Didn't they eat him? Um. I'm not gonna. T- well, I can text back in my head, I guess. Yeah. You can talk in your head. You can just talk behind Samoon's back. Uh, yes, they did. However, this is most likely one of the JAC, the Julia rights that we've been encountering. Although he may not be a jerk like the rest of them, we did just meet a good. Actual worshiper of Joyar. Marquis just looks over at this man, covering his mouth. Like he's <laughs> in on a big joke. There's a quiet That's what giggle all going on. Rights are always like, though. Like, no matter what, that's what they're always. Talking are you guys like. like texting each other over a network? I yes, I can just think it in my head to like yeah. buzz to them. Uh, but I think but it's a have, network, right? Yeah. All right. So the equivalent of like a smiley face drops in the middle of the conversation, like someone's like doing that popcorn meme. Hello there, Joyar. It is, ah. it is in quotes. Right. Wait, does he have a phone? He's just, he's on the network. He's a, overload it. He's head. a future barbarian. They all have that. Oh, I no, am... not at all. Oh, look over there now. No metal in here, except I swallowed a few coins. But that was a rich one. Uh-huh. I am curious, I say to Sumo. Um He didn't talk about it. He's just still standing there getting the bet. I am curious uh, what he's done to gain your trust. We freed him from slavery. Really? Who was he enslaved by? There are these people south of us on the barren plateau. We led an incursion against one of their outposts and found him in a sort of ash can. A dumpster, along with the sorceress. You got your friends on the track. Okay, so, um... Read a Repulsa origin story, Day of the Dumpster. But, like, uh, he... Who, who is this? Is that Unity? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well! Okay! Yeah. You can't do anything about it here. Yeah. And... Who might this be? Man. Serious. Let the star. He was one of our. He was one of the people leading the charge against Shemzeroth and fell in battle. It was one of the. One of our Taker allies that rejuvenated him back to this world. Hmm. Unlike the Techno Barbarians, he has true sight into the. Celestial mechanisms of the stars. He helped us find the auspicious days that we can use to turn against Shemzeroth and his people. The sights and the portents. The numinous underpinnings of this world that allowed us to find our victory. Sounds like you have 
done a lot in a quite short amount of time. And there's much more to do. Well, you can certainly help you. Well, an alliance with the new gods would not be rejected out of hand. It isn't like we've seen many assistance or the intervening intervention from Thuy or Foss, nor would we accept it. That is wise. Though, there was a plan that was being formed. There's a weapon in the deep south on a perfectly smooth island. And there are caches there, treasures and weapons, weapons to fight the gods. There is something there. It was a mistake of false. As were the as were the kindly masters. Yes. And Which, by the way, is a secret past people don't know. Oh. Hmm. Past people don't know that it was a mistake that Foss didn't intend to make the kindly masters. Like, it's not super common knowledge. It's something that you have to really dive into. I the thought it was the, the Thuy that made the kindly masters. Thuy did not intentionally make them like that. They treat her like shit. No, I know that, but I figured she's fucked up. No, 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 no. Foss made the aliens... Yeah. And he tried to make life, which he can't do. And because he tried to work outside his domain, it backlashed into Fui, and their powers pooled together and made that pinnacle. That's why the pinnacle are bigger than both. Oh. Again, Faust. Good old Faust. It's not something that's really that easy to discern, either. And if you ask the pinnacles about it and try to, like, rock their world and mean like you were a mistake, it's like, no, 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 no. Even such inferior beings like Faust and Fui, when they pool together, can at least once create a masterpiece. I don't remember what the flow of our conversation was. They're going to try to uh, go to the Gans weapon cache oh, right, right, and right. get tools to fight the gods and the hyper elves. That does not sound wise, though. There is a machine. Does she look like that word? Yeah, she gets over it. There's a machine there that is. Vi- Although, if you're planning on killing the hyper elves, you may need to test your strength anyway. Hmm. Well, we, we've already gone. Oh! Hmm. Some time ago, when Shemzeroth ruled, he wanted a part of the god's power to insulate his empire. And a team was sent. I was among them back when I was a priestess in training. And we went into one of those vaults and took from it. But, realizing what we had had, some of us turned on the others, buried it, and came back, not empty-handed, but not... Fully with the cachet. Interesting. What uh, did you find? A gauntlet. A hand. Yes. Large. And like she gestures to um, the Joliarite, who like underneath his robes, two other harms come out, and one of them has the, a large mechanical <laughs> gauntlet on it. We think with this we can unlock the true potential of the weapon that Foss left behind, the, the god-killing spear. Oh, character. I don't know if this is a good idea or not. Like, the Gand is terrible. It flattens everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Although, Smiley Bitch might just be wanting to do it because one time Jolier possessed the Gand. And that yep. might be his plan. <clears throat> I don't know. Say, so not fuck with that thing. Not yet. I don't know. I don't know. 
We don't have to like decide on anything now anyway. We're just getting exposited. So Yeah, yeah we're hearing what she's done. Mm-hmm. And we're from the past, so we don't know. Well, I'm just saying, like, releasing the damned is what it sounds like they're going to be doing, and that's a danger for everybody. That's why I'm talking about it. It is actually yeah. our problem. You maybe want to mention it to them, <clears throat> if you don't think that whether they can take it or not. I don't know if they can. And, I mean, if they're going to have to fight the Piper Elves eventually, they're, they need to be yeah. strong, so... Yeah. They can't but take out the I game, still wouldn't mention it to them. They might appreciate the heads up. Sounds like they're informed. Yeah. Everyone knows the story of a Phosphor's failure. The weapon that would destroy the world. The first walker. My notes. I wrote serious clothes lich. Uh, I thought I wrote clothes bitch for a second. I was like, I mean, it's not wrong. But yeah, she's just there. She, that's kind of it. You know, we have a plan. We're going to, you know, try to gather more people to our side, enact it, genocide that entire people. Sounds like a fairly solid plan. Um, my people are not warlike, but they are very versed in healing magics. We could definitely use more of those. We have, we, we've established a church of respite and mercy. We have mercy women, but it's never enough. Some of the damage and wounds Shemsroth left behind are soul deep. I wouldn't mind taking a look at them as well. Is free to go to the mercy hospitals. And anyone else want to lend? Hold the hand here, definitely. You this of course is... have the. Uh, I will of course you know make the call out to my uh, to my scouts. Yes, if you want to shore up our plans, feel free. We will not remove the wards that are among the the, the golden capital or the tomb, of course. That's fair. Oh, yes, don't move the wards from the tomb. You have to be very... no exceptions on that. Only a few are allowed to freely exercise their power here. So are she's saying... hospitals within? No, the oh. castle that you're in, like their base of operations, and where they sealed up Shemsaroff, they're not going to let you have free access to their wards. Well, that's probably like... They have Imperial Wars there, which are way, way more localized than Mundus Wars, which are covered in... This whole castle's an Imperial Ward. Shemsaroff did his work, and his castle's huge. Yeah. But the actual city? Yeah. Nah, you're good. Okay. There are Mundus Wards there. Oftentimes, they'll, they'll hospitals and stuff are inside the castle walls for, like, yeah. safety, so I was asking. Yeah. Why yeah. No, this is more of, like, a, this is more like a pleasure fortress okay. than an actual military castle. But, like, there's Mundus Wards around the cities themselves that they'll tone down hey, for you guys. We, out of curiosity, can we theoretically build Mundus Wards and Imperium Wards around our city? Uh, I think that's a big, complicated question to explore for later. Okay. <laughs> they've only, they mostly stop player characters. Yeah. Mundus Wards stop Dominion expenditures and only player characters use the Dominion system, and for effort, who gives a fuck? <laughs> there are gifts for that, so those gifts are probably what you're looking for. I don't think the system really likes PCs interacting with the effort economy in that way. It fucks up the balance. Yeah. Would you want to... Uh, you can stop wards, they just don't have to dis- be out Would you want to, like, distribute your swords among these people? Like, there probably are people that are holy enough to use them. I mean, that wouldn't that essentially be proselytizing to them? We should probably seek permission for that before... We need gods. Our people are going straight to Caparaco when they die. We figured that one out. Oh, yes. Um, definitely. <laughs> also, we will. We can definitely spread our religion here if that's something you're open to. We, we, we have ways to keep our people from falling into the maw, but there's only so many of us. So if you want to save the common people, beans. Definitely. definitely. 
I assume that was something she wasn't open to. No, we, we need a net. We don't have one. The, 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 the only option is, to, is, is we save a few and the rest are tortured forever, or we save many and a few of them aren't as loyal to us as they are to you. It's... There's, there's, no, there's no debate over that. Save as many of them as you can. Excellent. We will definitely... Don't sabotage the war. No. No, we uh, wouldn't do that. We're on the same side you'll find, here. You'll yes. find that having our worshippers around is quite helpful to your efforts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bear dance! <laughs> these come from? <laughs> they swam over the ocean. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Just get here. <coughs> um, do you have anything Little did they know that the entire the entire war You're very effort quiet, was, completely, so I wasn't sure. was completely was completely undone when a bear assassinated Jolnar and Samir. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she's going to continue talking with her people here. You're free to talk to the other named NPCs. Uh, the astrologer, or did I say astronomer or astrologer? Astrologer. Which what's, which one's the fake one? Astrology. <laughs> Astrology's the fake one? Yeah. And I call him astrologer? Yeah. yeah. That's what he is. Fake. Oh, sure. That's <laughs> what the sheep will believe. And that's what the clothes guy is? Yeah, he's the... He's the um, astrologer. The unbound are, astrologer. But those are probably, like... Yeah, he's real. Because like, he, he determines how, how him's workings work. He has insight into that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you know... He's also a list. Astrology isn't real... In our world, no, but in this That's world, what it probably is. No, it's like it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Which one's the one Carl saying in fist fights? <laughs> I'm not oh, going to walk up to a, ma a magic user and go, "Boo! Your powers don't work." Okay, so there's a fire interact with these people: the astrologer, the joliarite, the sorceress, and uh, Samoon Elderguard is here. If you want to do into individual kind of bounce offs, should we talk with the joliar? Yeah, he's over there. I mean. I mean, you're welcome to. The Marquis just occasionally staring at him and being like, "I now this area is not the best place for me to speak with him." He also was in a prison with the sorceress that Unity had. He may not. We don't know when he was put to sleep when he was in prison. Like a puppy. Yeah, it might be before. Oh, there are a lot of all puppies out here, by the way. Like golden retrievers, they get fuzzy and staticky like a dead TV channel and disappear and reappear somewhere else. Why? Blink dogs. Yes, 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 yes. It's a D&D monster. It's a golden retriever that can like teleport. They're the they're the lawful good uh, racial enemy of displacer beasts, which are giant angry panthers. Except you never ever see the blink dogs in like D&D ever. Man, why would you? So we should bring them to Ravenloft. You mean? <laughs> they're like oh, oh, corky. Just you know, they don't actually exist, but they're around. <sighs> anyway, proceed. There's no possibility that this Jolnar is the Jolnar. Joliar. Joliar. And no, Jolier. he is, wouldn't be, but he might be like a priest, he might be like a avatar, I don't know, man. Maybe an angel of Joliar. He might. Oh my god, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> Smiley face. I'd be so pissed. I'd be so, like, not, I wouldn't be pissed, but it's like, what? why are you even here? You should be in the fucking scratch time world. Well, I guess I can go to the the lesser priesthood and just start commissioning my shrine right here. Here's my wealth for for my. You gift. should go to the shrine builders guild. 
Uh, I mean, I thought you were dealing with like divinities, religions, and such. There, there's a guild that takes care of making sure it's done. Shemsroth did not fuck around with this. He had an entire cast of people designed for doing this. Perfect. How do you get a, how do you get a perfect bowman? You start with his great grandfather. Shemsroth did that for like architects and cultural stuff. This is a full-on society he built. Perfect. It just it all it, it all was built around worshiping him and going to an afterlife, and it doesn't. Cause fuck, <laughs> he literally <laughs> built Rome for the fun of it. He's a chaos monster. I mean, why wouldn't you? Well, he's Cthulhu. Yeah, but he also is intelligent. Like he's not like some big dumb punk bitch in the water who owes me his fucking money. He he was like, oh no, I get it. This is gonna be the best thing ever. And they got pumped. So I'm going to go up to the jewelry, right? All right. Uh, people are kind of dispersed. Like you know, people are talking to other people. Their stuff. They have like plans and like they have runes and battle maps and stuff. Well, I guess if I wanted to go up to him, we can just chat. Do it. I don't know if he wants to talk out loud. He can just talk out loud. Okay. He's leaning up against a tree. There's a piece of wheat in the mask smiley face sticking out, like he's chewing on it, but it's a mask. His, like, second set of arms are hidden under his robes. His rainbow robes with his piano necktie and his B-spring platform shoes he's wearing. I forgot about that! Yeah, you did. He wears giant platform shoes that look like bumblebees. Peace. Hello there. Ah. Hello there, mum. Or is that... Is that their word? Yes, uh, that's a little too familiar. I mean, you're Mother Thea, right? I am Mother Thea. And I'm Joliar, so technically you're my mother. No. No, not at all. I'm pretty sure you're false child if you're Juilliard. He's not my real dad! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the last thing you remember before put, being put into a cage? Uh, being Juilliard, the god of magic and laughter and puppies and creativity. Playing my piano necktie to the gods, putting down sick rhythms. He doesn't have a kind of He's magic as shit. Yes. Yeah. Sensor. He's on a capital G god. Hmm. I don't know. What you were expecting? Yeah, I was expecting him to give me like some kind of answer at least, but no. But that's a very vague answer. Yeah. Quick, ask him if only something Jolier would know. I don't know. I, didn't, I don't know that I didn't guy. Know that I never interacted with yeah. him. They had never interact with the gods. They were dead when she came. How did it feel being eaten by like a hundred of your worshippers? Oh, uh, that didn't happen. Fake news. Scratch timeline. Do not get a chair. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that was a body double. You're not going to transform into a giant dinosaur, are you? I don't, I don't understand that reference, and I refuse to engage with it. No, no, no. That was a body double, sir. Body double. I use them all the time. Remember when I was the Gand? Remember when I was just a dude with a mask? All the time. What are you playing at here? Uh, I'm counting the clouds right now. Why are you doing this? The hyper elves have to be put down. They're slavers, and that's wrong. Well, what does that have to you do with you faking being Joliar? How can I fake being Joliar when I'm Joliar? Wait, I'm going to use my fertility to smell his lineage to figure out what Nothing sort of you can detect. Is. Ah. Oh. Like, it's just a big black space. Hmm. 
Huh, do you like let us know? Well, he can, he can eavesdrop on You that. don't smell mortal, that's for sure. Why would I be mortal? I wasn't even a mortal before I became a god. Jolier just made me. He was like... Jolier oh. made you? Oh, Foss, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> a little high. <laughs> There's a lot of things out there that aren't mortal, that aren't gods. A specific right. god. Right, but I'm in that Venn diagram. Foss was like... Your him told me to make you, and he says him with the big capital letter speech bubble that kind of shakes the area around you. That kind of always happens when you talk about him directly. But I had to make you so that we could keep the war down. You know the the the, the thing that Faust and Fui do. You know that thing where they like try to kill each other because one gets more powerful than the other, and him, warm, you know, takes the teeth out of it by making them make new gods. He said I he had to do that. And it's like, you will take care of the numinous laws I have made, the supernatural, the broken shortcuts, and you'll be an ordered instruction thing. And I didn't really have a choice in that. But then I got much more interesting. Hmm. I'm trying to think of something I could ask that, like, Juilliard would know that some random worshipper of his wouldn't. I don't think I can use my peer of Faust fact over here to try to poke at it, I guess. It definitely looks like a mistake Faust made. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen a few of them. This definitely looks like garbage. It looks like if Faust had inside clothing. Can I see under your mask? you check if it's an... If, uh, Why it's would you want to see under my mask? My mask is my face. You could use... I, I mean, it's perfect. possible. Maya. I mean, anything's possible with Samoon on I'm the gonna, throne. Uh, I'm gonna reach forward. Alright. Can't really lift up his mask. Another mask underneath. Is it clown? Like, more masks. All the yeah, way it's out? like scarves. Does he feel like a construct? Nope. Living person. Has blood and piss and shit and everything. Mm. The main things people need. <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> There's like 15, 30 masks on the ground now. Some of them are starting to get up on their straps and kind of scuttle away like crabs. Oh, uh, they'll find a home. <laughs> That's just how Jolier masks work, which I know. Because I know. So, you're really focused on me being or not being Jolier. It's great, I understand. Haters and people who can't just imagine being in the presence of someone as absolutely cool as I am. But, <laughs> what's up? your deal? What do you mean? Well, you're not from around here, and you know how people deal with people who aren't from around these parts. Right? I sure do. So, I don't know. Why not go to Thom or Terra, or go back to Faya and, like, set up shop there? Those worlds are dead. And also garbage. I mean, fair, you know. And also... I don't like Fooey. She's a bit of a pill. Bit of a pill! Can't really deal with her. Those worlds are dead and therefore useless to me. Alright, fair enough. Uh, what about you two? You two are from around here. Yeah, so... I grew up in the forest and developed the ability to hunt. It's a good one. Foss told me about that one. Very good one. Hunting. Following an animal, spooking it to death. Solid. I'm hoping one day to... I, I did always hope to add one to the kindly uh, kind of masters to that list. Yeah, say it. Make them lead if you can. Whew, they're really rough. Uh, you too. You used to like be their dancer, right? 
Yes, until I freed myself, and now I try to free others. All right, so I get you two wanting to join forces and do all that, but you, you are from the future? Because I've done everything else. Okay, all right, that's, that's a weird motivation to have in front of a chaotic good god, but okay. I'm full to the brim with chaotic goodness. You're, you're full of something. He <laughs> <laughs> says out loud. That's beautiful. You know what we could do to prove it? What? We could go to the zoo. I'm sorry? See if any of the zoo animals recognize me. You're going to have to provide context here. <gasps> I get to provide context. <laughs> but yes, take me out of this place to somewhere else. Just yeah, south of here is the zoo. It's across the water near the Badlands. Near the crack. You know, the crack. Uh, Him's crack. That's what we'll call it. That's its given Christian name. What's that words? So if you go to the top of Him's crack, there's a zoo. And a couple of the old gods that weren't quite cool enough to be chummed up uh, are there on a nature preserve. They just packed them up in fish tanks and brought them back with them. Oh, that proof. Well, if they recognize me, I'm him. Lesser gods recognizing you? Yeah, I gave them all their hats. Oh, the false could recognize you. Uh, false wouldn't actually, because no, he's he was incompetent. in the future. I mean, there should be still some link back to him then. Yeah, but you have to remember, false is incompetent. We've also established that this Joliar is not actually a god, but he's not anything else. So he may be an angel or some kind of weird avatar. I'm not sure what it is. He's, so, he yeah, hasn't done any... Smurf. Hmm? Nothing, nothing. It's all, it's all so why don't we just take him at his word and... He said he's not a blue smurf. See what develops. I didn't say he's a blue smurf. An avatar. Oh! <laughs> Lord! Oh, Devin. How do you know that reference, Joliar? Um, but so far he hasn't done anything... Except, bad? you know, help lead a rebellion against uh, ultimate slavery. You know, bad on me. Oh. I said you haven't done anything bad. Exactly. You're not helping your case. Yeah, I think good. Stop using that before. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a stupid idea and we left it in the past, which is the future. That's not very Paragon of you. <laughs> I mean, this is based on that. <laughs> I don't think that he is from the JAC. What? No, 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 no. Exactly. There, there. Um, uh, I think he's actually just a completely different thing that Unity brought back with him from the future. And so far, he's done good things. If he starts doing bad things, then we'll reevaluate. Well, I'll take an experience hit for one. Uh, but at this point, I mean, seems like a good person. He's helping defeat slavery. That's a, that's a goal people want, right? Yes, it's yeah. definitely. So. Yeah, don't poke at it. I've tried taking off his mask, and that didn't work, so... That's literally all that could be tried. You did your best. You've exhausted well, all the like, we could do things. other things, but I don't think well, it matters you're enough. you're not an obvious fraud, so that's good enough, I guess. It doesn't... Oh, plus, I got this cool thing. He takes out another set of arms underneath with the big moaning gauntlet on it made of frost material that actually makes a moaning sound and causes the air to get kind of stirry in here. Hmm. It's the hand of the gand. Okay, what does that do? It's a part of the Gand that's locked away. Uh -huh. And by taking it out of the time field, it actually like stops it from leaving completely. Okay. Yeah. It also is, you know, an artifact. A Foss artifact. Capital A. Nice. I think it's actually outlined... Oh wait, no, I don't think it was. In the setting primer, I was like, well, each thing had a... Had a 
artifact. Yeah. But I don't think this was one of the ones nope. that was So. This goes back under his robes. Very well. I have no more to say to you. That's fine. We exhausted that dialogue tree anyway. <laughs> I can make so many more references around you people that I don't get to make in my day-to-day life. You should be the hey Tay. They love references. Yeah, they really do. They really do. We had a few around here a little while back. They died during the purge. Why? They got, like, struck by an arrow or, you know, oh. slipped in the tub. I don't know, man. I thought you meant they were part of the purge. So like no, like, there was a purge and they died. I don't know. They were, like, long form over here. Okay, well, I'm going to go to the hospitals and then probably the um, guild that Aziz was talking about a mile out of them. Once make shrines. Shrine guild. Shrine guild. Yeah. I guess we'll drop roughly eight. Unless someone has something pressing. Yeah, let's go talk to any of the other NPCs. No. I, you know, like, pleasant exchange, but. Lothar's no idea what's going on. I'm very tired. So. Yeah, I think let's wrap it. Let's establish what they could put need later. Yeah, exactly. Like, we'll have pleasant conversations with people, but, I mean, people are probably dying in the hospital, so... Yeah. Cliff notes. Juliar came to them after they after that time they attacked a uh, Unity place and stole him and the Sorceress from a containment field. The Sorceress uh, is from around here. She's not from the future. She was just captured and being put under observation because she was magic. Uh, and she has joined up with them when she got freed. Uh, they partially lobotomized her, so she doesn't quite remember all of her past. Um, the clothes lich, uh, was... Is a clothes lich. Yeah. The dragons made him a lich when they brought him back to life when he died. Uh, and he has a phylactery and everything, because you guys know what liches are. And he's probably the first, actually, in this, uh, timeline. Hmm. Um, the reason he's made of clothes and not skeleton bones is that he refuses to take on the form of his oppressors. Which are the Hyper Elves, because he's a hybrid of the Hyper Elves. Nice. Uh, and his whole thing <coughs> is understanding how, you know, reality works. And figuring it out and making sure that things go the right way. And that's it. But you've made contact with Shemzeroth's Empire. Woo. So, I guess we'll wrap. I was Devin. Nicole. Tyler. Kevin. Peter. Mark. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off. Mm-hmm.